The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. night alternative. Thank you to James Stanage, who's um, been um, droning on like an old fart for the last three hours. Time to retire, James! Time to retire! So I'm just confused by... Dave has sent me a tweet that says it's about a TV show for New Zealand, and I can't quite open the link. Four overweight teens... It's, pro- it's a programme called The Good Shit... Right? Called the good shit. Four overweight teens agree to swallow capsules filled with other people's feces in hopes of losing weight. What? But a lack of suitable poo donors threatens the experiment. Um... Why on earth would he think that was one for you? Uh... <laughs> Yes. Listen to Catherine. Now she's got an agent. Expect some some uh, much more grown up material. Kath TM. Yeah, we go. Can you um? Can you try and find out some information on that program? So New Zealand Television. It's called the Good Shit. I don't believe it. I I believe it. You'd have to believe it, wouldn't you? Good evening, dear listener. Late night alternative. Oh, we are here to save the radio airwaves from the the dross. From the, the the Dullingtons that are filling the airwaves around the country. I'm sorry, Tom Snorbrick. I don't care for your di- day two dissection of Theresa May's uh, speak. I don't care. I'm sorry, Duncan Bucks. I don't care for your talk about Prince Harry. He's not going to go to Bogner, to, to Butlins. It's nonsense. But I do care for both gentlemen as human beings and as people whose hands I've shook and looked in the eye and told them both I admired their work. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very welcome to. We might be speaking to John Flansberg from the They Might Be Giants. We might not. He's playing a, a, a very coy game of hide-go-seek where he flutters his eyebrows at me and his eyelashes... Um, and then hides. That's not actually how you play hide-go-seek, um, and it doesn't really explain the situation we're in. Basically, he emails me saying he wants to come on the show. I email him back, and then he goes, I can't do it tonight. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you, John? By the way, it's got to be said, I I was on um, Music Magpie and Amazon 
when I got home last night, filling those gaps in my TMBG CD catalogue. Oh, don't pull that face, Catherine. You're getting a copy of Flood. Oh, you're getting a copy of Flood. One of the greatest albums of all time. What year was it made? 1990. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand. I've been thinking long and hard as to what this is. Britain's most successful late night phone-in show ever, right? Ever. Um, and I have been thinking, well, how do we make it more successful? Okay, so I was kind of going through my head. Well, what is the most successful radio show in the history of radio anywhere in the world? The answer, Catherine. Do you know? The Christopher Evans show. Chris, yeah, which, which um, iteration? Uh, I would say the... Mm, mm, tricky, tricky, tricky. Mm. 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 We finish at one o'clock, Catherine. The virgin one. Mm, incorrect answer. No, the most successful radio show of all time has to have been the Chris Evans BBC Radio 1 breakfast show. Oh, yes. It was spunky, sometimes literally. It was feisty. It was mean. It was bullying. It was horrible. It was funny. And it was great. Now, I was thinking, but what made it great? Because Evans has never quite... You've forgotten it was drunk sometimes. It was drunk. Boozy. It was hit and miss. Think, but Evans has never quite hit the, the highs that he hit there. Of course, when he comes to Virgin uh, next year, once they've built that whole new city, they're building a whole new city at his his own personal design called Evanstown um, to house the new Virgin Studios. So once that's done uh, by the year 2036, then um, we'll hit... And he'll be back. He'll be better than ever. But until then, we have to cling on to the glory that was the BBC Radio 1 Breakfast Show with Chris Evans. Thinking, well, what made it so good? Obviously, Chris's own brand of unique, zany, madcap weirdness and bullying. But no, there was more to it than that. One simple word, and it begins with... Let's throw this over to Sam. Sam, put your headphones on, turn your microphone on, son. We're going um, to... Today is the day that you become a man. Okay. What's that buzzing? It's my microphone. That's outrageous. Because I've got all the equipment in here, so it makes noise. Well, it's never buzzed before. I'm pretty sure it has. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure you said the exact same thing the last time I turned yeah. this mic on. Really? Okay. Yeah. You don't talk to him. Exactly, because exactly, he's cheeky. Yeah. He back chats yes. in gay slang. So, here's a, I'm going to give you a clue. You answer this question, and I'm going to give you £10. And I will actually give you £10. I'm going to get... Let me get this money. Have you got £10? Pounds? I've got loads of money. You know I've got loads of money. I've um, started drug dealing again. Oh, don't even joke about well, that. Well, no, I'm not joking about it. This is the great thing about it. Not only am I helping people out, um, but I'm also getting a lot of money tax-free. I'm not, Catherine, don't worry. I'm not using, I'm not using, just selling and testing. Right, it's £10. By the way, £5 note. These new plastic £5 notes are great. One in the washing machine came out great. I ran it under the tap the other day. It's, just, it's fine, it's plastic. Also, you can spy on people through them. Look. Go on. Hmm. She's just looking at some money. No, she's not. Hey. She's keeping. So, £10 here for you. Only for Sam. Not for you, dear listener. You're slackers. You're signing on. Uh, you're buying the drugs from me. You it wouldn't cash. help you to get the free no. money. What made Chris Evans' Radio 1 Breakfast Show so good? And it's a word beginning with P. Word beginning with P for £10. And it sounds a bit like something Donald Trump likes. Very, very... It does. Very, well, don't give him... Now, 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 that, now. No, now. that's gone on Profits. completely head. Profits. Don't, sh- sh- please, because mm. this is actually my... Temp- um, this is genuine. And now... I'm trying to help him. He well, doesn't earn help, anything. Don't help him. Um, it's a very 90s phenomenon that I think we need to bring back. £10 beginning with P. What was it? 
No idea. Alan or no? Turn, turn that ridiculous buzzing microphone off. Alan, what was it? What's the word? Jim, I'm Friday. No, you're an idiot. What was... What P... Jeez, where are you? In a, inside the phone? No, I'm, I was in the living room picking up some chocolate for me mum. Are you sure it's chocolate? Yep. <laughs> Oh, you saying thank you very much? Thank you very, very, very much. Thank you very much. Not for kicking me out, Mum. Thank you very much. Thank you, 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 thank you. Very much. What P made the Chris Evans Radio BBC Radio One Breakfast Show so good? It wasn't just Evans. There was a P involved. What P was it? Well, you've got the different personalities on there, like Danny Boy, Jolly Boy, Holly Hotlips, Justin the T-Boy. You got it. So what, so what were they? The presenters. No! Begins with another P. What were those guys? Production. No! Come on, man! It's a 90s phenomenon. Will you concentrate? What P was it, Alan? Uh, I had to pass. You're an idiot. Posse. Oh, no, if you said Steve, well, I would have got it. No, we're not talking about Steve, right? His show is a car crash. I'm talking well, about... He had a, he had he, a original posse. He's, but Chris Evans', is, Chris Evans is posse is what made that show. So this is what I'm thinking, Alan, right? We're going to bring back the 90s, and we are going to create, for this show... To make it even more successful, oh. we're going to create a posse. That sounds good. Count me in. Oh, well, 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 okay. Go through the original Chris Evans posse again. Well, you've got Dan Dan Sandman. Yes. You've got who who, I, who I, believe, I believe I've heard rumours loved every second of that experience. He yes. did, he yeah. did, he yeah. did. Yeah. Well, you've got Johnny Boy Revel. Yep. Holly Hotlip. Yes. <clears throat> Jamie Studentville. Yep. And Justin the T-Boy. So they've all got great nicknames, right? So if you want to be in my posse, and by the way, dear listener, this is open to you at home. You want to be part of the uh, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle Late Night Alternative Talk Radio Posse, 0344 499 Can I change my name? You, you need a nickname. Can I change my name? Of course you can. I want to be Special K. Um, well, that's, that's Ketamine. You want to be named after Ketamine? Oh, I need to rethink that. Um, how about Kathy Tits? <laughs> I think that's already been used. Kathy Tits? No. Should I put you down as Kathy Tits? No. I put you down as Kathy Tits with a question mark. No. Holly Hot Lips, Kathy Tits. No. All right, we'll go Special K for the moment. Okay. You're writing down. I'm Special K. I've written Special K. But no, but then your name needs to be K. It's got to have your well, name. Why in don't you it. call me K Hole? <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's let's <laughs> let's let's have a look through the K Hole. Who lives in an arse like this? Oh, no, I didn't think of it like that, um, Alan Caddick. Alan, you're a dirty boy. What's your nickname going to be? Well, I've got a perfect nickname, which is an anagram of my name. Um, well, it's going to have Dick in it somewhere. <laughs> no, I was thinking of my first name. If you take the letters of Alan and we're Angel... Well, you got uh, Alla. Lana. Uh, no. Lana Turner. It's one for the kids. the A-N with the A-L. Oh, anal. Anal Caddick. <laughs> Yeah. Mate, do you know You're what? choosing that. Do you know what? It's in. It's in. <laughs> this is going to be a great success. <laughs> it sounds like we're casting something quite different. Right, so, this is tonight's show. Of, of many things, of many things. <laughs> you can call in about other stuff. By the way, Dean, thank you. I'm glad you're enjoying the show tonight. I spell my name properly, but I'm glad you're digging the show. Oh. Um, so, amongst other things, you can call in about other stuff as well. But we are, we are creating a posse 
for tonight's show. Um, we've got Special K. We've got Anal Caddick. <laughs> Sam, you have a little think, mate, because you're, you're in the posse. Well, you, you can be in the posse if you have a name. Um, and, and over to you, dear listener, 0344 499 As well as doing that, you know, the other day we came up with the celebrity that everyone likes, and yeah. we, ended up, we ended up with Michael Palin. Um, I was thinking tonight, let's do the same but for songs. There's got to be a song that everybody likes. And I think, I, I think it's going to be a short phone-in because I think I've got the song. Come on, Eileen. No, I hate it. Sorry? I hate it. No. Also... Apparently that's what it's about. No. That's what, apparently that is what it's about. Right. Well, I don't think she'd be very happy about Can that. Can we get um, Dexies, uh, T- Tiny Rollins, or any members of the Gypsy community to call in and let us know what Come On Eileen is actually about? Apparently the first two Dexies albums are supposed to be amazeballs. Mm. balls. That video is one of the first I remember her walking down the street and annoying her. Right. And I don't like that song. A bit. We're not talking about the video. The video is irrelevant. I don't like any part of it. I don't like the hats. I don't yeah. like the dungarees. No, I don't like the tune. Yeah, well, get, again, I don't okay. like the violin. Okay, the first. You've They're holding it wrong. Fifty percent of. Right. Okay. Right. So uh, four fifths of what you've just listed is to do with the video yeah, again. But I also mostly. <laughs> so don't, don't. Mostly don't like the song and the aggressive dancing it in gender. Again, you're back to the. It's nothing. Right. The effects of We're the not, song are as bad as the song itself. We are not. The fear of the song. We are not talking about the video or any of the performance. We are talking about the song. I would like to... Uh, Special K, I would like to rig you up. Uh, I'd like to string you up. Um, that means nice. That means hang you. I know. That's not nice. That is not that's nice. overstepping the bounds That's there. unpleasant. Yeah. But I would like to rig you up mm-hmm. to, the, to a lie detector yeah. tester. Don't lie I. detector test. Because I think that if I were to ask you... Feel my pulse. Okay. No, not with your thumb, because that's your pulse. Two fingers here. (laughs) Catherine, please. I used to be in the Red Cross. Catherine, I thought your pulse was on your wrist. Yes. (laughs) Okay, Catherine. I've got to ask you, um, let me send this. You need to ask me a control question. Are you a dickhead? No. It's a lie. So so we know that you're lying. Okay. Do you like, come on, Eileen, the song, not the video? No, I don't. It's true, she doesn't like it. Wow, that's, that's blowing my mind. 0344 499 So the quest continues to find the song that everybody likes. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. 0344 is the telephone number. This is a real programme. The good shit is a real programme. Well, I can't find any reference to it on okay. Google. Well, here's apparently is a clip of it. Hang on. Here we go. Oh, that's a karaoke version of Birdhouse in Your Soul. Easily <laughs> mixed up. This video is not available in my area. Yeah, it doesn't right. exist. Have we got any listeners in New Zealand? Um, You've got to speak their language. Uh, have we got any listeners in New Zealand? Please. And have you seen the good shit? <laughs> It's a real programme. It's on the same channel as um, Grand Designs New Zealand. So it's a, it's a real thing. No. This is real. Four overweight teens agree to swallow capsules filled with other people's faeces in hopes of losing weight. I'm going to retweet the link. Can anyone, um, can anyone get do you, me... 
do you remember Leslie, who used to ring up? Oh, God, yeah. He, he used to said to us... That's an, the A5. He did. He couldn't touch it. He told us that he was concerned... He was in shock. I was shocked. He was concerned about... And he said, white people eat poo. And, and we, we delved down racist. to the bottom of racist. what he was saying. And what he meant was that mm, dun, dun, those little pots... He said they were full of um, faecal matter. Well, I, I don't believe that that's the case. No. But I think that good bacteria thing is the nugget in the nuggets that they're eating there. Speaking of nuggets, here's Dredge. <laughs> Anna, Anna, I didn't know that we still had a walk in, in the, the goal of each other's majesticism. <laughs> in it, down <laughs> at the bottom. Bit of bomb, bomb, bim, bum, bottom, bomb. What a sock, what a sock. Hang on a second. What a sock. Song. Let's hang on, hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome to the stage Anna? Mm. Oh, hey, this is a great. You know the song, Kath? No. Make a hole with a gun perpendicular to the name of this town in a desert. Here we go. Low. Exit wound in a foreign nation, showing the home of the one. This Here we go. Wait for the chorus. Wait for the chorus. What a song. And her voice is a backwards record. It's like a waffle and it's Two, three, four. And I get an old and we still haven't walked in the glow of each other's majestic presence. What a band. Do you know this one? Uh, do you know this one, Johnny Boy? Uh, this is no. A, this is a great. I haven't played it yet, Johnny Boy. Oh, sorry, sorry. This is a great one. This is a great. Here we go. You know this. You know this one. You must know this one. No, not this one. It's an advert. I've just thought of the posse name for John. Well, hang on a second. Let's 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 let. Uh, well, okay, hang on a second. Let's. I met. I met. They might be John. Don't 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 let's start. This is the yeah. worst part. To believe for all the world that you are not precious little girl. Start. I've got a weak heart. Don't, don't, don't let's start. I've got a weak heart. I remember singing that in the um, uh, freezer room in B Jams, trying to keep warm. Have they still got a dialer song thing going on? Yeah, they just started. Sure they they just started it again. No, they just started it again. Blimey! Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Met, you should go and I see them live, man. You'd love it. It's a good old show. Yeah, I have seen. I saw them live many years ago. Many, many years ago. I meant see them recently. Could you um, get me so angry? There was a man at the concert yesterday who I thought was you, Dredge. But I said, no, that, that Dredge is white. No, it wasn't that man, the other one. <laughs> OK, right, OK, right. <laughs> that is quite... Is quite uh, it's a shame you didn't recognise me there. That was me hiding. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right. I pl- I, I've got a fun game that I'm not allowed to talk about because of hey. political correctness. OK, <laughs> OK. Right, basically, I like it when I yeah. see people that look like my friends or famous people, but they are of different ethnicities. And I like that. And it amuses me. And it entertains me. But you can't you can't go on Twitter and say, I've just seen the black Ringo star because people accuse you of being a racist or a drummist. Really? I don't think that is racist. Alright, you t- can you tweet now, you've just seen the black Ringo star and see what happens. She's doing it! It's a good game, guys. I thoroughly recommend it. Um, anyway, uh, Dredge, are you part of the um, 90s posse that we're forming? Yeah, yeah, well, I could be... Uh, well, people used to call me Judge Dredge a lot at no. school. Judge, Judge, Judge Dredge. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got a better one. All right. Well, we're going to get to yours in a minute. I want to hear. Let's go through Dredge's tedious list, and then we'll get. <laughs> and then we'll get to your. I think Brilliant here's one. the thing, Dredge. She's got an agent today. I think Catherine might have been doing cocaine or something to celebrate because she's wild. Absolutely not. She's got her knickers on her head. That's an unusual image. <laughs> <laughs> not that unusual. Here's the thing, right? I don't like any word for the downstairs underwear of either gender, any gender. Bra is fine. I, I prefer brassiere, but bra is fine, right? I don't like the word pants. Yeah. I don't like the word knickers. Mm-hmm. The word panties. What What am I, living yeah. in a porno? Um, Keks. No! I don't like... Scrundies. Uh, don't like scrundies. I, boxers, <laughs> I can kind of live with, but I just, I don't, there, there's no, there's no good word. Undercrackers. No! Do you know what I mean, Dredge? Well, yeah, it's sort of rather uncomfortable, isn't it? It sort is. uncomfortable. You want well, a size bigger. Thank you very much indeed. OK, let's hear the rest of your names. Uh, Dr Edge. That's the one I was going for. Thank you. Well, hang on a minute. We don't know. Have you written it down somewhere? Can you show us the evidence? Just believe me. Well, I don't believe you. I wouldn't claim it if I wasn't proud of it. OK, you just realised that that was actually better. Dr Edge is where I was going. No, the one you had was D-Reg. No. You had uh, <laughs> you had um, Dredge. Forget about Dredge. <laughs> I like Doctor Edge. And what, I like Doctor Edge. What do you bring, Doctor Edge? What do you bring to the posse? Everyone's got to bring something to the posse. What do you bring to the posse? Well, no, nobody ever brought anything to the posse on Chris Evans' show. Holly, I, Holly brought hot lips. I know what Doctor Edge has got. Yeah. Whenever I see you, Doctor Edge, you've always got your magic bag. That's true. Yeah, he's got a bag. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what, well, welcome, welcome to our first feature. Uh, Dr. Dr. Edge in his magic bag. Dr. Yeah, what, Edge, what, what's in the magic bag? What's in the magic that's bag, Dr. Edge? That sounds like a, a TV series. I quite like all right, that. Don't, all right, don't... Well, don't, don't build up your part, otherwise we'll just get you fired. Yeah, don't run before you can walk, mate. What is no, in... No, it could be a feature film. No, we'll get you replaced by someone else who's less trouble. What is in your magic bag today, Dr. Edge? It's cocaine. Oh. Is that, is that all right, Thanks for your call, Dr. Edge. I mean, that guy, we need to get him off the posse. We need to get him off the posse ASAP. Some people can't handle the posse. Um, Jack, can you handle posse? Yeah, I'm up for posse. Beautiful. Do you want to be in? Yeah, I'm up for being in, the what, posse. Well, what's your, what's your name going to be? Um, I was thinking, what about Wacky Jackie? <sighs> OK, well, well, OK, we've got to tread very carefully here. Are you going to be ironically wacky, or are you going to be genuinely wacky? Um, I think ironically will probably work better. Let's hear it. Let's hear it in motion. So, hey, look, oh, look who's coming in the studio. Look, it's Wacky Jackie. All right, Wax. Hi, Ian. Um, Come on, Eileen, it's about what you think it's about. No, this is what we do. In the same way that Comedy Dave wasn't funny... Okay. And that's what, where he got the nickname from. That's not he being rude. He was called Comedy Dave because he was deadpan. He's a nice bloke. I've met him. Wacky Jackie's just, just, just as flat as a pancake. So you just got to do yeah, it in a normal I... voice. Hey, look, look who's, look who's called flat in. Flat Jack. <laughs> look who's called in, Kath. Yeah, it's yeah. Wacky Jackie. You're right, Wax. What you got? Well, um, come on, Eileen. Is actually what you think it's about, Ian? Is it? Now I didn't know this until a, a few weeks ago, and someone was I saw a tweet about Come on, Eileen. Oh, I was doing so- making songs. Rude, so things like Octopussy's Garden and um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember any others, but that was the one. Anyway, and someone said, "Come on, Eileen," and someone then tweeted, "No, that's actually what it's about." And I didn't know that. Is it? 
Well, I run a choir, and I really wanted to do that song in the choir because, I, as Kath knows, it's just a brilliant song. Hate it. But um, I had to look at the meaning, and the lyrics, he says, um, You in that dress, my thoughts I confess, verge on dirty. That is not enough. Now, listen, bearing in mind the whole Kavanaugh thing that's been going on, um, you're going to need a w- way more evidence. If we're going to employ the standards they employed in that hearing the other day, you know the American dude, the Kavanaugh I'm dude, all, who's, work, who's yes. up for being like one of the nine top judges in America, but he's accused of rape and sexual misconduct. And yeah. um, uh, if, that, if that evidence had been presented... Um, what you've just presented there, they would have laughed. I mean, they laughed at, like, pretty heavy evidence, but they would laugh at that. That doesn't mean it's about, um, you know, a bee party. I just I, <laughs> I just remember reading something about the writer saying that it was about when they were young and all they wanted to do was the deed, um, and, and that's why they wrote the song, and... OK, OK, no, I, be- I you, believe you it is. You address my thoughts, I confess, verge on dirty. Yeah, virgin, that's fine, there's no crime in that. I don't think he is, there's no crime being a virgin, we all were, so we all, some of us are, still are. The second thing is, I've got a, a song to put in the, uh, the, the okay. most popular song that everybody enjoys. We're trying to this. find the song that everybody, everybody likes. Catherine is, I think, is, 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 is um, being a, a B1TCH, if I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> With you. She's trying to scupper. She's got an agent now, uh, Wacky, and she is trying to... Uh, could you type on the on the, the names as well, by the way? So this is Wacky Jackie. Thank you. Um, she, I think she's got her eyes on taking this slot from me, uh, uh, Waxter. So that's why she's being contrary. So we've got to come okay, up with well, another song. All right, what have you got? Let's see if Wacky Jackie can get uh, K, KT... Special K. Uh, K... Special K um, singing. Tell tell me, Ian, if she doesn't sing along to this. Ready? I'm watching her lips. And I say, hey, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, yeah. I said, hey. Goodbye. Um, That guy's obviously a prank caller. So wacky, though. He's he's a prankster. This is. uh, We've got Sally, we've got G, we could have you, dear listener. 03444991000. We've got two, two big things riding on this. We're forming a posse. What's your name? What are you going to bring to the party? So far, we've got Special K, Anal Caddick. That was his suggestion. <laughs> Dr. Edge and his magic... I've written Magic Bank. <laughs> and actually, I prefer You're that. You're thinking of something else. Yeah, uh, Dr. Edge and his magic bank. I like that. We'll stick with that. And Wacky Jackie. Um, 03444991000. We're also trying to find the song that everybody likes. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I think David has sent me the episode of that programme where they eat faeces, but for some reason, any email to my email address, ian at ianlee.com, takes about 20 minutes to come through, so we're, we're going to wait for that to filter through, then hopefully we're going to listen to a, a New Zealand television programme where four overweight... Te- this is the premise. Right? This, is, this is where television has got to. Te- you can say anything... You go, so you go imagine going to the pitch meeting, yeah? You got an idea for a show? Yeah, I got an idea for a show. Go on, what is it? Right, so you get four fat teenagers, and um, they eat a piece of shit, and then they vomit, and they lose weight. Yeah, can you give us six of those? Not a problem at all. That's where we're at now with television. You know whose fault that is? Um, Paul Ross's. Yeah, Paul Ross's. By the way, can I just say, Catherine and I today... Um, Oh, they're all rhymed, and I couldn't think of a fourth one. I got, oh, I've got a poet, and I didn't realise. I got excited then. 
We watched a great film that I saw the trailer for when I was in New York a couple of times ago, uh, when I watched the Mr. Rogers film, Won't You Be My Neighbour. By the way, got the director of that coming on this show soon. Right, that's happening. We're trying to arrange a screening of it for our film club, the Rabbit Hole Picture Show. They've said no. And then they said, let's have a look, see what we can do. All right, so that's happening. If you want to come and see Fright Night, Rabbit Hole Picture Show, only 20 tickets left. Only 20. Uh, if you want to come, it's on Saturday, October the 27th, Fright Night, 1985. Come and hang out with us. We're going to watch a film. We might, we're thinking of having an interval in the middle, just stopping yes. the film and doing something. I don't know. Um, if you want to come, maybe you want, you've got a scary song you want to sing. You know, if, you've got a, if you want to come and do a monologue from Fright Night or a horror film, you'd be very, very welcome, okay? There's 20 tickets left if you go to ianlee.com slash event. Look for the rabbit hole picture show. com slash event. Look for the rabbit hole picture show. And I've gone off on so much of a tangent, I can't remember where I was going there. Oh, so we watched this documentary today, which is great. Uh, got it on import Blu-ray. Called, called Three Identical Strangers. Um, I, wonder, I wonder if I can find the trailer for it. I'm hoping to get someone from the show... Uh, from the film Three Identical Strangers trailer. Listen to the, listen to this trailer, right? Because um, I don't want to say too much and reveal, but there's actually there's quite a bit in the trailer. Listen to this. This is in some documentary. Here we go. I wouldn't believe the story if someone else were telling it, but it's true. Every word of it. It started when I went to college. It was the first day of school. All these people are coming up to me saying, Eddie, how are you? Eddie, hi. I'm like, my name's not Eddie. I don't know what you're talking about. As soon as this guy turned around, I knew it was Eddie's double. I said, you're not going to believe this. You have a twin brother. Oh, my God. (laughs) I said, that's a knock on the door. It opens. And there I am. His eyes are my eyes, and my eyes are his eyes, and it's true. And then the story went from being amazing to incredible. It was an article to Twins Reunited. I think I might be the third. Yes, man! When people ask me what is the most remarkable story you ever encountered, I tell them it's the story of the triplets. You guys have been on the front page of every newspaper in the world. True. True. They were more like clones than they were like brothers. It was a miracle. There was nothing that could keep us apart. That's when things kind of got funky. (laughs) Something was just not right. They separated these boys at birth. The parents had never been told that there were two other children. What was the purpose? Why? How could you not tell us? They're trying to conceal what they did from the people they did it to. When you play with humans, you do something very wrong. Who would be evil enough to come up with something like this? There's a lot of powerful people who would like to have this story silenced. There's still so much that we don't know. It boggles the mind. It's a mystery. I'd like to know the truth. That's it, man. It's honest. I got goosebumps. And I had goosebumps when I saw the trail in the cinema in New York. I got goosebumps. And I've seen the film. And I, I watched the trail and I got goosebumps. And I thought, ah, but they've given away the story. 
The story, this, this, okay, so the story says a guy, and he goes to college, and it turns out he's got a twin, and that becomes a big story that he never knew about, and then it turns out there's three of them. Okay, that's the story. Nah, that ain't the story, that's man. That's the beginning of the that story. That is the beginning, and I'm not going to say any more, because I really want you to see it. You can get it on DVD. I don't think it's been released in this country yet. It will be at some point. We'll try and screen it at um, Picture Show, um, if we can. I'm trying to get someone from the film on, on this show to talk about it as well. Um, but it is, uh, it's, yeah, what, what can you say without giving anything away? It shows you how low human beings can sink uh-huh. and how ethically some, some people have no ethical boundaries. There's no, there's no ethics in people. And it's one of those films that it's only when it finishes that you realise that you haven't breathed out properly yeah. for the whole time it was and on. When you think you've grasped it, because the first, like, 30 minutes is these three guys reuniting, and just when you think you've grasped the story, it turns a corner. You think, oh, oh, OK, right, no, this is... A... And it does that about four or five times. It just keeps turning a corner. You go, oh, this is the story. It is incredible. It is incredible, man. I, 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 if it gets a UK release over here... Can you see if it's part of the London Film Festival? I know at the London Film Festival, they're showing the Mr Rogers film. They're also showing the Frank Sybottom documentary, which is a masterpiece. Well done, Steve Sullivan, for that. I wonder if the the timing kind of feels right that they might be showing this as part of the London Film Festival. And I don't feel that it's quite... Not in there. No, I don't think it is. Uh, do you know what? Uh, not tomorrow because I'm busy, but maybe at the weekend I'll drop a little line to the um, to the, the, the the film company and see if we can find out any more about it. It is amazing. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Sally. Hello. Hello, Sally. Do you want to be in our party? Yeah, go on then. So far, we got then. Special K. We got Anal Caddick. That was his idea. <laughs> That was his idea. He was he took to that with gusto, didn't he? Doctor oh, Edge yeah. and his magic bank and wacky mm-hmm. Jackie. Who are you gonna be? Well, I've had three nicknames in the past. Um Mrs. Kanchelskis. I don't think that's gonna fly, is it Ooh, really? I quite like that, but only if you're doing an old Polish woman character. Right, okay. Where's, where's that anyway. come from, Mrs. Kanchelskis? There was a footballer, Andre Kanchelskis. Kanchelskis okay. that I used to be madly in love okay. with when I was. Okay, yeah. that works. Um, Big Mac. Sorry? Big Mac. Okay, I'm a, I, I like the Big Mac, yeah. Okay. The other one I'm not going to say, but it, it almost got me murdered. <laughs> But I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to repeat it because I, 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 I don't like it. So. Okay. Well, if you don't like it, let's pretend it never yeah. happened. And if it almost got you murdered, yeah. Yep. No, I'm not. I'm not telling you. No, I don't no. want to know. I don't want to know. No. I do. That's good. That's good. Not want to know. Well, okay, I think we got. So, I, I think we got to go. Big Mac. Big Mac. Okay. I, th- I think Big Mac. I like that. And what? What's kind of your quirk? What you bring into the posse, BM Big Mac? I don't know. There we go. She's got a catchphrase. <laughs> she's got a catchphrase. Oh, she's the best one yet. Genius. She's all right, uh, all right, Big Mac. What's 32 times 65? 32 times 65. Um, Do your catchphrase. Do the catchphrase. Oh, oh, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. Yeah, yes. she's got a catchphrase. I love it when she says that. They're going to be stopping in the street going, Big Mac, Big Mac, Big Mac, say it. Oh, I don't know. Hey, I'll tell you what, um, Big Mac. Um, yeah. What, can I ask you a question? What is yeah. what is the capital of Nigeria? The capital of Nigeria. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yes! Thank you. 
She's got a catchphrase. She came fully armed. Oh, yeah. I love that she was playing it down, but Big Mac's got a catchphrase. Dr. Edge has got a prop. Yeah. Big Mac's got a catchphrase. Anal Caddix got a problem. <laughs> oh, 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Hello, this is Jeff Goldblum, and I, I, I have the good fortune to appear, uh, if that's what you call it. It's radio, of course, but it's Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath, the great Ian and Kath. Yes, Jeff Goldblum was on the show yesterday. If you missed it, it's out as a podcast. We thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. We're kind of tempted just to close shop here, because we ain't never going to get close to that again. Um, but that was amazing. What a thrill. What a thrill. Oh three. Four, what's the, hang on, 0344 we're looking for a posse, and we're looking for the song that everybody likes, um, yes, let's go to G, good evening G. Evening boss, evening bossette, I would like to join your posse, can I have a G spot? No. <laughs> God. No, you can't be, come on, we're, we're doing a, listen, this is a very sophisticated um, highbrow, we're not dabbling in the low for this. This is the high, the, the HB, the highbrow. We cannot refer to mythical um, places that do not actually exist as names. So that is that is incorrect. That is an uh uh-uh. That is a no. Try again. Okay, so can I go with your television idea where people eat sandwiches of... No, it's not my idea. It's a real programme, and I'm waiting for it to come through. I think someone's emailed it to me, but it's not... um, For some reason, it's not coming through. David, um, in fact, let me write to... David... Can I suggest a title? Oh, God, go on. Eat Shit and Diet. Thank you very much indeed. I mean, the programme's called... That is is the name of the programme. Well, it's it's called The Good... Yeah. Okay. But, you know, Come on, man. some people have to see Come the line on. and take a bloody good run-up and then hit a springboard and then jump onto a, a pole vault and go leaping across and then run a bit further. Uh, Dave Angel. Dave, I'm going to give you... Dave, I'm going to give you my other address. My, my, my private, my top private. This is my top private is it, email um... address. In the 6969 at perv.com. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Um, oh, the switchboard is empty for the first time. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very uh, welcome to. Um, the penguins at Telford Exotic Zoo are unusually quiet. Why do we still have zoos? Why do we... I, when I was in New York, I very, very nearly took the boys to New York, to the zoo in Central Park. And, and I thought, no, I, I can't because I'm ethically opposed to them and and i was talking to my eldest son about it we had a really grown-up conversation about it actually for an eight-year-old and a 45 year old where i said look one of the things that we could do is go to the zoo but i kind of have a problem with the zoo and i'd like to get your thoughts on it please because it, it, it this is actually is about you and what you think i'm going to tell you what my problem is and i'd like to hear your thoughts and i said i just think keeping animals in cages isn't a great thing to do and he went yeah daddy i've often thought about that and i like zoos because you get to go really close to animals but i don't like the fact that they're in cages and i don't think they should be in cages and so i said well would you do you want to go to the zoo 
He said, no, I don't think I do want to go and see a zoo. So that was kind of cool. Of course, he may have been saying that because he thought that maybe that's what I wanted to say. I, I wanted to hear. I don't know. Who you knows? Psychology, psychology, psychology. But um, I, I, don't get, I don't get zoos. I, I remember going years ago, not that long ago, maybe, maybe eight, seven, eight years ago. Maybe he was a baby. And went somewhere with, with, with the family and we ended up in a, like an aviary. And I started walking around, and, I, and it was like, you know, an owl and an eagle in these. And I just went, do you know what? I don't think I can do this. I'm going to go and wait outside, because it just didn't feel right. Hey, listen, if they're rescue birds, the, it wouldn't be safe to let them back out into the wild, or they're recuperating, or... That's cool. That's great. That's brilliant. Then put them in cages, nurse them, get them up to, to speed, and if it's okay, let them go. Of course, some birds, after they've been in cages, you can't release them because they lose their instinct. But that's cool. But things, things, and it's more so with birds, I think. Things that have complete freedom, you know, by, by design of God or whatever. The complete freedom to travel anywhere they want, in any direction. Back, forwards, left, right, up, down. Anywhere, right? To put them in a cage, even if it's a massive cage, right? Even if it's... You know, sixty foot by sixty foot. That doesn't that, that, that's that doesn't feel right. Am I? Am I, I know right? what you mean. I think the original idea with zoos, well, probably to start with, it was curiosity. Yeah. You'd never seen these things before, and they didn't have films, so it yeah. was like, let's all look at this weird thing. Oh, it's Victorian thing, you know? Yeah. And then it turned into conservation. Yeah. But now we've got ways of tracking and and pres- protecting animals in their own habitats, Preserving. haven't we? Yeah. Preserving, you were going to say. Yeah, I was mixing it up with, like, game reserves. <laughs> no. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, you don't... I think in some cases, yeah, uh, maybe you do need to have them in an enclosure. But I get what you mean. It feels old-fashioned, doesn't it? You don't see amazing places like Monkey World down in Dorset, which is incredible, where um, they travel all around the country... All, sorry, all around the world, and they rescue monkeys from yeah. people that have got them as pets or using them as, you know, props or photographs or injured monkeys that have been a bag all around the world right, from laboratories and they bring them back and they slowly put them on the telly well they put those that, that's they've got great great tv series um and they slowly integrate them with their own species in for the most part massive enclosures they're enclosures but they're massive and they've come from a life of having the crap beaten out of them and being given cigarettes and booze and drugs in some cases and they get they get a life back that I can dig. They do take some of them home, don't they? They do take some of them home, yeah. But for most of them, if I've got this right, we should get someone on from from Monkey World because I've spoken to them before. I love it there. Me and the boys love it. I've um, always wanted to go. Oh, I've been about I've been about seven or eight times. I remember going to a zoo actually once, and we saw a monkey. It was my wife before we got married, and I went, "We're having a weekend away." And I said, "This is not right. This monkey's not right." And I said. Do you want to go to a place where it, like, it's, it's cool for monkeys? Went, yeah. We drove to Monkey World, and we were about two hours away from it, but we needed to hit the reset button on seeing it. And what they do there is incredible. Now, that is fine. But, you know, a lion in a cage? A polar bear? A polar bear that can travel tens of miles, hundreds of miles over a week in a cage? Listen, I don't even like rabbits in hutches. No, oh, I felt a bit funny when we had um, rabbits. Anyway, the penguins... <coughs> Sorry, my revolver is stuck in my throat. The penguins at Telford Exotic Zoo are unusually quiet. Not because they're miserable being locked up. They don't eat much and you won't spot them waddling about in their new £60,000 enclosure. That's because they're made of plastic. 
Hit by a, this is from the Times, hit by a serious shortage of birds, the zoo owner had to take desperate measures, so he used models to create an instant population. The zoo had been looking for over, uh, for six Humboldt penguins native to Chile, said it properly, and uh, Peru. Chile. No, it's not, it's Chile. It's lay. You say lay. You are way off the mark on this one. Back away from this. Back away from this. It's Chile. Hang on a second. Let's 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 find out. Hang on. Um, uh, it's going to give you the English pronunciation. No, 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 no. It's not. No, it's not. Um, uh, what's the capital of Chile? Bogotá. What? What's the capital of Chile? Bogotá. You think in Bogotá? That's Colombia. Okay. Well, what's the capital of Chile? Uh, no, it don't matter. It doesn't matter. You, you, you disgust me. Santiago. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, okay, let's... Right, we're going to phone up a restaurant. In... No, don't. No, I want to know how to spell the... How to say the country. Um, there we go. Okay, we're, going to, we're just going to phone them up. We're going to settle an argument. No, don't. And I know why you don't want me to, because you're about to be humiliated by a Chilean. To... Just looking at the time, we could ring my mate Yandy, but she'll be in bed. Oh yeah, let's let's find up your mate because that's not totally biased, is it? She's from Chile. She's not. She's from Chile. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's a, this is an impossible job. Things I do to destroy you in an argument. Hello, buenas tardes, la fabrica. Um, hello, do you speak English? Momento. N- thank you. Momento? Yeah, she's going to go get someone. But I know what momento means, but that's Italian. No, it's Spanish. As well. it, what language do they speak over there? Spanish. Oh, do you speak to them then? Why are you doing it for me? No, but- you wanted to do this, you're in. Let's see how you get on. <laughs> how are you? Hello? Hola? 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 Hello? Hi, what do you need, sir? Yes. Can I ask, how do you pronounce the name of your country? Is it Chile or Chile? Chile. Chile? Chile. Chile, not Chile. OK, thank you so much for your time. Have a lovely day. OK, do you need something, sir? Do you want to refer or something like that? No, thank you. Not tonight, but I, I, um, I wish you much, most, much success in your life. Thank you so much for your help. Thank you. Goodbye. All right, I'll give you that one. Chile. I'll give you that one. I will give you that one, but begrudgingly. I'm tempted not to give that one. I'm almost sad for you that you had to go through that and you don't just take my word for it. Almost sad for you. But one day you're going to learn. I don't think that was... Because that, actually that was an Italian restaurant no. in Chile. In Chile. That's La Fabrica. La Fabrica means the factory in Spanish. Yeah, but it's, it's pasta, pizza and jazz. Well, they have that. In Santiago. Mm-hmm. It's Italian pizza and Mediterranean. So she obviously was Italian and didn't know what she was talking no, about. No, she wasn't. She wasn't. Okay, okay. You want to persist with this. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll I mean, how does this make you feel as a person? Makes me feel sad for you, mate. Makes feel me feel sad, sad for me. You, that you I get... feel sad for me. I do feel sad I'm, for you. I'm special, okay? No, you, you, I do feel TM. sad for you. TM. 
Okay, I'm, I'm just downloading um, that New Zealand program. Thank you, Dave. You're a very good bootlegger, if ever there was one. Um, anyway, there's not enough uh, penguins. They've got to fake them, and then you've got to subscribe to the Times. And I'm not going to do that, because last time I did that, I couldn't unsubscribe. Let's go to Mick. Good evening, Mick. Hello, my friend. Hello. Oh, he's singing I the song that we carried my dad's coffin into hello. the church. He's, that's the song that we played when my dad was being cremated. Why are you doing Hi, this to me? All right. I'm all right, How Mick. How are you doing? I'm, I'm just ringing up uh, about your breakfast show. I want to be called MG because my name's Mick Griffin. Uh, Nick Griffin? Mick, not Nick. Mick Griffin. Mick? Is it, sorry, are you saying Nick or Nick? Nick. Are you saying for mother? Okay, so you're saying, are you saying Nick or Nick Griffin? Nick Griffin or Nick Griffin? Mick. M Nick Griffin. For mother. Nick Griffin. Okay. M for mother. No, oh. listen. Hello. Because uh, we're calling me uh, Morning Glory. Oh God. Can we not call you BMP? No, because I'm Mick, not Nick. Okay. Well, it sounds Can like you... you're saying Nick instead of Nick. We call you racist Nick. Can we call you racist Nick? Yeah, go on then, yeah. Put Thanks very much. He jumped on that, didn't he? <laughs> Doesn't take much. Racist Nick. <laughs> Doesn't take much for him to come out of the shells. <laughs> I'm laughing so much at that. Racist Nick. What a posse. What a posse we got. Good evening, Louise. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> How are you two? Good, thank you very much indeed. What an hour of Good. classic... <laughs> Classic radio we've we've delivered so far. What can we do for you this evening? It's the power of the posse. Oh, I would like to be part of the posse too, if possible. Ooh, would you? Well, what name? Yeah. What name will the be going under? Well, I would like to go under Latch on Lou, because in every posse, there's always somebody that's just oh. there for no particular reason. They okay. just seem to latch on, yeah. and they're just there. I like that. Latch on Lou, she knows. So she's a hanger-on, she's useless, no one really yeah. wants her there, but they're too polite to, to say, Go, jog on, we don't want you here, latch on. Exactly. All right, you're exactly. in. And um, you, bring, you bring nothing to the party? Nothing to the party, just myself. Okay, perfect, you're in, um, unfortunately. Can I name a song? Uh, yeah, <laughs> go, on, go on, go on then. No, well, unfortunately, because you're, unfortunately because you're latch on Lou. Yeah. yeah, you know every every posse has one. Yeah, just somebody that's all that just turns up and they always get in. I, in I, in real life, I hope you have higher self esteem. But for this, it works as a great gag. So well done, uh, lol. <laughs> what is the song that you think everybody likes? Well, this one goes out to everybody in the Discord channel, and you have said it yourself. Yes. One of the best songs of all time. Yes, Africa. But there are people that hate that song. There are. There are people that hate that song. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, oh, 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 Latch on oh, Lou's got an evil laugh. We're, Latch on Lou, forget it. She's LOL. LOL. Yeah, go call lol. her LOL. That's it. She's LOL. LOL. Angela, Angela, whoa, Angela, Angela. Hi, Angela. Hey, Angela. You're right. What's wrong, love? Not really. Uh -oh. David's nuts just passed away. What's happened? David's nuts just passed and away. And David's your your partner. Yeah. What is going on with you? You're having such bad luck at the moment. I'm so sorry to hear that, Angela. I oh, know. mate. It's just really sad. When oh, did that happen? Just, we just had a call ten minutes ago. Oh, so it's raw. Oh, my darling, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
Oh, mate. Oh, mate. And you decided to call us. That's very kind. That's, that's, um, um, really, I, I, I feel proud that you felt you could call us at this horrific I wanted, moment. I wanted to tell you, because uh, I told Catherine the other day, and um, I had some good news as well, but... Oh, what's, what's the good news? Well, um, Channel, Channel 4 got in touch with me to, to see if they could... If I could get a thousand views on my video, so I could beat my sponsor. Channel Four, yeah, flipping brilliant. That's amazing. But I've got it by the end of next week, but I'm really trying. But I don't know if YouTube's playing up. Do you know it, if it definitely was Channel Four and not like yeah, fraudsters? Yeah, because they they um contacted my one of my uh fellas that um one of your fellas. Yeah, you know, that's helping me with the, with the YouTube. OK, all right. Because they're, they're doing a new show on Paranormal, I think. But, Angela, uh, sta- Angela, can you hang around till after the news? Yeah. Stay there. Don't go anywhere, my dear. You have a good cry if you want, and we'll be back in a bit. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Cause I was all alone You said it's snowing, it's snowing God, I hate this weather Now I walk through blizzards Just to get us back together We met in the springtime At a rock and roll show It was on the Bowery When it was time to go
I'm I'm starting to become obsessed with the Lord Mayor of Sheffield. Do you know him? Yeah. Do you know what's his name? Let's you know, but he's a dude, isn't he? He's a dude. Majid Majid. Right. And I think he was on Good Morning Britain when I was on once, when I used to work on Good Morning Britain. Remember my TV career? And um, he's a 28-year-old Somali refugee, and he's the Lord Mayor of Sheffield. And I don't really know that much about him, but everything I've seen, I think he's brilliant. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Obviously, talks a lot about mental health and, and stuff like that. Stay there, Angela. I'll come to you in a second. Talks about mental health and in a, in a way that's kind of um, uh, very, uh, you know, innovative for someone in that position. I mean, the Lord Mayor doesn't really have much powers, but this guy is going in and giving it a boot up the arse. He wears, he wears colourful clothes and he wears, the, you know, the, the, the chains, the Lord Mayor chains. Um... This is a thing from The Guardian from uh, June. Majid Majid was in his local Sainsbury's recently when a shopper asked him to pose for a picture by squatting. The 28-year-old cheerfully obliged, crouching on the supermarket floor with a loaf of bread in his hand. Today our photo shoot takes forever because as soon as we leave the town hall he keeps being stopped in the street. But his fame extends far beyond his hometown of Sheffield. A Jordanian friend told him his mum had seen him on the news in Amman. I'm like, what the heck? I didn't expect this much attention. Majid has become a global celebrity since being elected Lord Mayor of Sheffield in May. His elevation was reported as good news all over the planet, and when we meet in his office, the Lord Mayor's parlour to be precise, he can't stop smiling. But in fact, his appointment was not celebrated with universally excited fandom at first. You're a disgrace to this city, people shouted at him from passing cars. I'm disappointed that Majid has seen fit to tell everyone that he is a black Muslim immigrant, complained a letter to the local press. Another resident wrote of his appointment, It's an insult to the people of Sheffield. There must be many Sheffield-born people who are worthy of being the mayor. What has Sheffield finally come to? There were complaints about his choice of music for his inauguration ceremony. The Imperial March from Star Wars. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and Majid pulls out a copy of a local paper from his desk drawer to show me the most ridiculous letter, ridiculous letter which lamented, we are losing our identity. How did he feel about the criticism? Do you know what? He says it was a small minority, but it felt large because it was all I was hearing. Did it make him wobbly? Yes, of course, I'm human. Um... And, and it goes on and on. I've sent him a little... His DMs are open. Um, and I've sent him a DM. I don't know why he popped into my head today. Maybe he was in a story. I think he might have been in a story or something. Um, I just sent him a DM. I remember seeing him on Good Morning Britain and thinking, this bloke gets it. This bloke is funny. He's concerned. He's caring. And he cares about his community. He cares a lot about the community of Sheffield. And you go to his Twitter feed and it's him. You know, the Lord Mayor is, is, is nothing. You know, it's kind of um, ceremonial, really. But he's, all, he's doing events about mental health. It's, there's all kinds of stuff. So I, hopefully, I'll send him an email as well at the weekend, make it a little bit more formal. Hopefully we can get him on because um, when you see, and it's slightly different because Lord Mayor isn't necessarily about politics, but when you see... What you got? It's a picture of him in The Guardian. Oh, man. 
looks, he's got a leather jacket on, he's got a baseball cap on back to front, and he's got a big beaming well, smile. He, he's, and he's a young man just, and he's not pretending to yeah. be an old man to get your respect. It's not a political role, right? But when you see... So I'm kind of apples and uh, uh, oranges here, apples and pears, whatever it is. Apples, what are you comparing? Apples with... Oranges. Yeah. But this is still fruit, okay? Still delicious fruit. It's, One's a citrus. Yeah. One is uh, an apple. And you have them in your fruit bowl and you don't eat them. Well, you right? don't. But when you see the shower that we've got running this country and the shower that want to run this country, right? And they're all just, they're all just old farts. All of them. Jeremy Corbyn is doing stuff. He's got some great policies, Corbyn, but he's doing stuff that, that didn't really work in the 70s. 45-year-old policies. Theresa May hasn't got a clue what she's doing. Boris Johnson only wants to, to um, feed himself. Right? There's very... There are, there are a handful that, are, that in both sides of the... You know, both Conservative and Labour that are, that are doing it for the right reasons, that want to make a, 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 an impact on their society and improve their societies. But they're old fuddy-duddies who have been just playing parts in a machine and then you see something like this magic magic guy and you think man i wish he was I wish he was an mp i wish he you know, i wish he had some actual political power but he's got his own power and as much as the fact we're talking about him and he's a, a, a lord mayor of sheffield that's in the guardian and is in is occasionally on television and is perhaps an inspiration for other somalian refugees other muslims other i don't know human beings whatever your ethnicity whatever your place of birth whatever your religion is that actually um you can come from and i use this word in inverted commas nothing and create a ripple big enough that you can affect change where you live. Now, Sheffield's a big place, right? Sheffield's a big old place. He's affecting a huge change in Sheffield. Will it be lasting? I don't know. might not be. might only be temporary. But if he can do that, then we can affect a change, you know, talking about us as individuals, in, like, our street, in, in our house, you know. Hopefully me and Kath are affecting a change in our listenership, you know, will it be lasting? Probably not. When this gig ends, you know, it'll be people will talk fondly back and and remember these shows better than they actually were. That's fine, um, but I just think he's inspirational. I think I think he's um, uh, 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 he looks like someone who is enjoying life and is enjoying trying to improve the lives of others around him. So we'll, tr- we'll try and get him on, because I think he'd be a um, good bloke to chat to. Anyway, speaking of improving lives, we were speaking to Angela, who just had some very, very bad news that your partner's mum had... Nan. Nan. M- nun? Nan. Nan. I'm so sorry. Nan. You did say Nan. No sorry. That your partner's Nan had passed away, and that is really, mm. really sad. Um, you only found out a little while ago, man. Yeah, I did. Um... Well, I reckon she passed away earlier. We thought it was tea time because she's not mum up. Yeah. And uh, I got a suspicion she passed then. Yeah. And we we had that suspicion that we don't know. But um, but she's um, I'm gonna miss her stories about King George. <laughs> oh. Um, she's she's two years younger than the Queen. Flipping heck, man! The Queen's like 176 or something. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, I mean, nineteen twenty-nine, wasn't oh, it? Oh mm. Um, really, I'm really sorry to hear that. Are you going to do anything tonight? Light a candle, raise a glass, to to uh, mm. look at pictures. Are you going to do anything, or is it too soon? Well, I don't know. Um, I could about to ring my friend Alan in a minute in Yorkshire. Um, Give Yorkshire uh, Al a call. Yeah. Have a chat with him. 
Is he a good friend that you can kind of sit down and just chat about anything? Even if you don't cry, you talk, you can just cry for ten minutes on the phone. Yeah, um, we've known him for years. Yeah. Partner known him for years, but I've known him since 2006, so... We all need a friend where we can phone up and just cry for ten minutes, not say anything, and then go, thanks, I feel a lot better, and put the phone down. We all, I've got a friend. you got a friend like that, Kath? Yeah. Is it me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm honoured. Everyone needs a friend like that. Who's your mate, anyway? I was thinking of Conan. Oh. Oh, 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 okay, I'll phone up and cry to you if you want. You're all right. A bit weird that you want me to do that. No, I thought, you, be, I thought it was an opportunity for you to again tell everyone how brilliant I am. But no, no, you, no, you, now you're bullying me. It's all about me. Conan now. Now you're bullying me. Oh, no, tell me. Colin, Conan, now, now Colin. You, now you're bullying me into phoning up and crying down the phone. Well, you know I've got mental health issues and my mum's in a wheelchair. Don't tell me that. It's all about Conan. Um, Conan. This is trolling. Mm. See, Angela, yeah. now, now, now I'm arguing with Mum. <laughs> hey, listen, go and go and phone up, go and phone up your, your mate. Have a cry yeah. and um, try yeah. and try and get have a herbal tea and try and get some sleep. Yeah, and then I had flu jab today, and that's oh, that's well, what it's done this year. It's my arm, oh. like a beach ball. Here's the thing, right? Doctors are liars. I don't trust doctors, and if you, if you've got a mm. medical problem, I, I suggest don't go to a doctor. Go to a faith healer because. Doctors will tell you you can't catch the flu from the flu jab. You can't catch it. You can't ca- You cannot catch the flu jab from the flu. And you go, right, okay, but loads of people I know have caught the flu after flu back. Well, it's just coincidence. That's what they say. Honestly, they say that. I thought that you were supposed, you know, supposed to expect to feel a little bit groggy no, afterwards. No, they, they say they will say to you if there's any of those bloody doctors listening, have the balls to call up. You cannot get the flu from the flu jab. And if you feel like you've got cold symptoms afterwards, that's just a coincidence and you just caught cold. I hate those oh, people. Oh, I wasn't very well a few days before the flu jab anyway, so... Ah, uh, so that punches yeah. a hole in your argument, Mr Lee. I'll punch a mm. hole in your nose in a minute. <laughs> Angela. No, uh, Catherine. Angela, listen, thanks for calling. Lots of love. Hang no in worries. there. All right, tutty bye, tutty bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Angela goes. The switchboard is empty. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Okay, so we started off the show. The switchboard is empty. By the way, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're creating a posse, um, which I'll go through in a bit. Uh, because the most successful radio show ever was the Radio One Bre- BBC Radio One Breakfast Show with Chris Evans in the nineties. So we're going to create a posse. We're also trying to find the song that everybody likes. And the person who just tweeted me, "What about Don McLean, American Pie?" Uh, no, that guy's a wife beater. The guy that sang it, not the guy that emailed me. We don't know about that, but still. Although it is something that has been used by DJs who need to go for a number two a for years. Little mm. old Dumpington. Anyway, started off because someone I think it was Dave made me aware of a New Zealand show where. Where four overweight teenage kids eat um, feces to try and in lose weight. In capsule form, not yeah, straight. To try and eat what? Try and lose weight. And I, we didn't think it was a real program. He just sent it to me. It's forty-five minutes. It's episode one of a series. Episode. Episode. Let's have a little listen, shall we? Here we go. Obesity is an epidemic that kills millions of people each year. Not a single country has been able to reduce its obesity rates, and Kiwis are heavier than most. For the first time in history, children are facing shorter lives than their parents. But what if there was a silver bullet solution? It's not a silver bullet, it's It's a a brown brown one. (laughs) 
These New Zealand scientists think they might have found one, and it's all natural. It's a theory that would end obesity as we know it. But their solution is not for the faint-hearted or the weak-stomached. I'm going to go into a boat. Their theory is that human feces could contain the cure for obesity. It's the newest oh, frontier in health research. There's, there's no she question that. about it. They're going to take fit people's poo and give it to obese people to see if it makes them lose weight. Oh, oh my God. We can, we can manipulate oh. your body. We can manipulate it. By the way, right? they were just putting it in a capsule. They were just putting it in a capsule. That, but they might have watered that down a bit, but that, that was, was quite liquid. That was just that was just poo in a capsule. It's the last time I have a hippopotamus. Can you find out who, who makes this show and get them on? Yeah, but I couldn't even find it on Google. Mate, it exists. Go, go to. Is Dave. it really called that? Yes. It's right. I've tried. What's this? The good step. It says. What's it? No, no. It's the that's. Hang on. If you go to. Um, Where's the website? Anyway, let's watch a bit more. Let's watch a bit more. You, 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 you Metabolism. And when we do that, they lose weight. For the next six months, four overweight young women will see if this revolutionary treatment actually works. You're not eating half a cake. Try me. That's <laughs> <laughs> not add KFC. <laughs> but it's all right. I had the cold one. There's no dieting, but the girls are going on trial. So it would be takeaways most days of the week? Yeah. Wow. It's not like one cheat day a week, it's every day's a cheat day. When someone says, you're fat, I don't really get offended. But if I hear something from my mum, I would take it more to heart. And the girls aren't the only ones on trial because reputations are on the line. And this experiment will be closely followed around the world. I mean, this experiment's a bit of a mess, Delaney, right? That's game over. This is all turning a bit pear-shaped, you know? It might all go down the gurgler. How are you feeling now? I'm not crying. It's not going to hold me back. I'm still going to keep going. Because if their theory is right, this groundbreaking treatment could change the lives of every obese and overweight person on the planet. Free ride to Skinny Town. <laughs> Welcome to the hidden world of human poo trials. The good shit. Okay. I mean, I can see it might work in terms of if that's what you're having to eat, you'd rather not. <laughs> Their reputation's on trial. I tell you what, doctors, your reputations are smashed. That is outrageous. It's from a channel, I think. Greenstone called... TV. You got it? Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Let's see if we can get someone on. I'd love, genuinely love to talk to them about it. Cause that, that sounds um, amazing. I think the series has just started. That's episode one that's just gone out. I'm in. Incredible. Incredible scenes. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine, uh, one thousand. Uh, but here's here's something that will blow your mind. Let me just uh, yes. What do you want? Oh. Yeah, tell me about it. I got work here, and also I don't get paid. I I get paid all right. Did you hear? Did you hear, Sam? How much Nigel Farage gets for? He does six shows on LBC. I think it's one hour a show, so six hours a week. <clears throat> you had to declare. He had to declare. He had to declare how much money he gets from that show. He gets thirty thousand pounds a month. Isn't that just rewarding bad behaviour? Thirty thousand pounds a month. 
I hate blacks and foreigners too. Do I get a pay rise now? He gets £30,000 a month. That's about three hundred and sixty grand a year for doing that. And I've listened to it. And it's awful. It's not... Like, forget, the, forget his obnoxious, you know, offensive, thicko right-wing politics. Forget that. Forget that. It's almost irrelevant. And it's not. You know, we reward hate. But what's more important is, is he's rubbish at hosting a radio show. He's a, he's a lousy, lousy radio presenter. I get 40 quid a show doing this. Some people would have you believe. £30,000 a month. A month. Outrageous. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. You can call in about absolutely anything. Let's go to Carol. Good evening, Carol. Hello. I want to be in the posse. Here we go. What have you got for us? You've already named me. Auntie Carol. I am the embarrassing auntie at the wedding who gets pissed on the sherry. We've got a great... Listen, this is the posse. is really starting to take... It's perfect. You're in. Is that a good... The posse is really starting to take shape. We've got Special K, we've got Anal Caddick, Dr Reg and his magic bank, Wacky Jackie, Big Mac, who's got a catchphrase, which is... I don't know. Racist Nick, lol, and now we've got Auntie Carol. This really is starting to take shape. This this is going to get us plaudits and plundits aplenty. I've also made a list of them songs you oh. want that... Um, everybody likes. Yeah, okay. And I've got to get my reading glasses on. reading glasses on, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. I've I've thought of quite a few. Uh, Angels, Robbie Williams. Right, Ring okay, hang on, hang on a minute, no, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You've got to do this as a conversation, right? Oh, go on then. You yeah. say something and I'll talk that's, over that's, you. That's, yeah, well, that's how it normally works. Um, <laughs> exactly, it's got to be a conversation. Um, the, well, if, if, if you, you, well, shut up then, and I will. For crying out loud. If you, if your opening gambit is Angels by Robbie Williams, then... Well, everybody likes No, that. they I don't. don't yeah. No, I they don't. don't. They don't. Everybody with taste hates it. What about 500 Miles, the Proclaimers? Now we're getting closer. What about, um... Sweet child of mine, going to Oh, races. for God's sake! Sweet Caroline! No! Diving! No! American Pie! Thanks very much for time. calling, Auntie Carol. Pay attention, Carol. What the hell? I do find myself. I can, I can speak honestly and freely. Of course, can I? It's my radio show. I'll say what I want. Who cares what the, who cares what the trolls think, guys? Who cares? I find myself getting quite angry during Carol's calls. I don't know why. I do know why. Because it's, um, there's no listen. It, doesn't, it feels to me like there is no listening taking place. More so than with a lot of the other callers that don't appear to listen. Does that make sense? I know what you mean. And it gets me very, very frustrated. I don't want to get frustrated. Because I like Carol. I like Carol's calls a lot. But I'm just getting, just the last few, um, it just feels like there's no listening going on. Yeah. It's because I really want to talk to her. Huh? because we really want to yeah, talk Yeah, 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 exactly. I want, I want to have a conversation. Yeah. 
I don't want to. I don't want to be spoken to. Also, we don't want her to come on and feel like she's got to perform all the time. No, no, I want her to come on and be herself. And yeah. I was interested at the stuff that you t- told me that she revealed on your show, and the stuff that, and I'm interested in that. And that's not, and I would like to have a conversation about that at some point when it's appropriate. But I don't. I'm really struggling. I'm not saying that this is Carol, so I'm moving slight, my attention slightly off Carol and looking into the middle distance a little bit. But the callers that want to come on and do their piece and do their little monologue... I mean, Nigel is a classic example of that, but Nigel is also not a classic example in as much as he is... Um, he, 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 his brain perhaps doesn't play by the rules that a significant number of other brains play by, if that makes sense, you know. So, but there, there are some callers that want to come on and do their thing and not be interrupted, certainly not be challenged. Like John, John from North London, who wants to come on and have a go and do his thing. And if, if there is any challenge against what he is saying, um, then it, it gets all flustered. And I just think, listen, you, you know, dear listener, you know, it's 11.28 on a Thursday night. You know, you can call in about absolutely anything you want. Anything. The silly... I mean, we're talking silly nonsense today because it's, you know, the the names and the songs and the other stuff we'll, we'll, we'll look at. But we're still kind of doing a frothy one tonight. But you can phone in about anything you want. Um, and we'll, we will happily listen, OK? But it's got to be a conversation. And you also know as well, if you say something that I disagree with or Catherine disagrees with then we're going to challenge you. And I know that that is unusual on radio shows. There are a lot of radio shows where um, people phone up and they don't get challenged. I love Don Adebayo, right? Because he's a nice guy and I like his show. I don't get to listen to it that much because I kind of listen to Paul Ross when I go home, who's on one till five. Um, and then sometimes I put Dotton on when I want to fall asleep, okay? Because because there's too much there's too much information in Paul's show for me to fall asleep to, right? Because he puts effort into his show. Um, so sometimes I listen to Dotton, and and he will. There are a couple of callers, Ray and Orpington, who'll come on and do a monologue, and will say the most outrageous, sometimes borderline nudging over that border into racist things. There's another one, Haley, who says things that, 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 that Haley, it's not actually appropriate for me to, to slag off callers to another radio station, but they, they don't know, but there are some of them that, that are so arrogant and so obnoxious. Um, and and Dotton, I, I sometimes wish Dotton would stick up for himself a bit more. I want to, I want him to, to say, hang on a minute. And he does it occasionally. Yeah, he's very he affable though, isn't he? He's a nice guy. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He's a great guy. Um, and uh, I sometimes want to just hear him to go, whoa, you can't say that. The other thing that annoys me about it, and, and it's because I like yeah. Dotton, is that it feels like yeah. they could be talking to anyone yeah, because yeah, they've yeah. just come on to do their thing. Some of them sound like they're reading it. Yeah. Anyway, actually, don't listen to that guy. Listen to poor us. One till five on talk radio through the night on DAB. Uh, talkradio.co.uk, download the app. He's not reading it. His brain really works like that. Yeah, no, this is the, th- this is the thing. Um, it's funny. Someone said someone paid the highest compliment to me that could be paid about handovers. This is a very specific compliment. When Paul comes in about five minutes to, loiters in between the doors. We don't always see him. He's a little bit creepy like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone tweeted me yesterday saying, the handovers between you and Paul... Remind me of when you used to do handovers with Clive Bull. Now, that to me, because Clive Bull is, is, as far as I'm concerned, 
the greatest radio presenter this country has ever had. I, I mean that sincerely. Just the greatest. So, and I did used to do handovers with, with, with him. So for someone to say that is a, is a lovely, lovely thing. But Paul comes in when you and I, me in particular, we're flagging a bit because it's, it's the end of our day for us. And you've often been up at a normal time of day to take the kids to school. I've mm-hmm. been up, you know, sometimes to, to do stuff. Um, and then it's like one o'clock and that's a long day. And we're shattered. And Paul, I don't, I've never seen Paul Ross tired. I mean, he comes, so he comes bounding in like a Labrador puppy. Full of information and facts. Full of it. And I'm thinking, I can't keep up with this, this dude. I, not, uh, you know, if Paul came in now, we'd, we'd keep up and we'd, we'd, we'd bounce off each other. Great. He comes in at one, I think, I can't keep up. This guy's got too much energy. So what I'm suggesting is, if I give you um, something, would you slip it into his drink? It's a, a sleeping potion. Oh. And... Um, so whether he'll accept a drink from me anymore. Okay, if, you, if I give him a poo tablet, could you make sure you... Oh, no. The poo tablet. Oh, 03... Anyway, Paul's on at one o'clock and he's a cracking listen. Oh, 03 44 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, 03 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome to. Um, are you getting cold? Yeah. Aye. Nippy. I'm boiling. How can that be? Here's the thing. Ian, I'll come to you in a second. Here's the thing, right? As well as doing this, we, we, we do other things. Parenting, uh, life, shopping. And I do other jobs. Now you've got an agent, you'll be doing other jobs. Um, and one of the jobs i got tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to it, but I'm more nervous than I'm looking forward to it, right? Is I'm doing an after-dinner speaking thing. It's an after-lunch speaking thing, but they call it after-dinner speaking. And I've never done it before. Never done it, right? And... Um, uh, and I'm, I'm thrilled to have been asked. These things pay, you know, they pay well. It's a good, good thing. And I think I was asked to do this. I think I was asked to do it before the jungle. Wow. I think I was. I think maybe like November last year. So this has been sat in the diary for a year. And you get asked, would you want, would you want to do an after-dinner speaking thing in a year's time? Well, I've never done anything. Yeah, go on, put it down. Right, now I'm doing it tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, man, why did I say yes to that? Um, so I'm doing it. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do, for those of you who saw the Ian Lee versus radio show, I'm going to kind of do a subbed down version of that without any visuals because they haven't got a screen. So I'm just going to go and chat about why I love radio and play some clips of people doing things wrong and getting things wrong and being rude and swearing and not swearing in it. And, um, it's for, um, uh, it's like a, a, a conglomerate. It's like a, an organization of asbestos, I think they're asbestos removal people. It's like they're sort of, don't say they're union, you know, it's like all the asbestos removal people in the country are going to be there. So this is a big deal in asbestos removal, right? Um, and, you know, and it's, a, oh, it's always a thrill to be offered work. And it's, it's I, you know, you can't, um, we learn more from our failures and our successes. Say yes to stuff, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, all that stuff you tell me. All that stuff, yeah. And I do, and it can go one of two ways tomorrow. It can go really, really well, and people laugh and enjoy it, and I get paid, you know, quite handsomely. And you become the next Bob Monkhouse. Yeah, yeah. Or it can go really, really badly, and people don't laugh, and I have to grit my teeth and get through it, and I get paid quite handsomely. I get paid. I don't get paid per laugh. I get paid for standing there and talking for 45 minutes, right? That's it. 45 minutes. And um, I'm terrified. I think you're going to be fine. 
Because yeah, go on. They're having their like annual general meeting or something. Oh yeah, yeah, they? they'll right? be lovely people. So right, there we booze there. They'll have been. You're saying I only appeal to drunks? No, but they will have been. <laughs> they will have been given all the corporate stuff from, the, and I'm sure they love their jobs. Yeah, but they'll be up for some swearing well, and some laughs. Oh well, I hope so. There's someone. Well, I mean, they, some people aren't up for swearing. Some dudes aren't up for swearing. So this is quite a swear based. They the, show. The guy who hired you knew what he was doing. He's a fan, apparently. Well, there you go then. Um, so if you're going to be there tomorrow, uh, and I thought, well, like, let me let me Google some asbestos jokes. No asbestos jokes. The, 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 no only, joke. the only asbestos joke is... Um, uh, did, 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 you, did you do your homework? That's the best us I can do. That's it. That's Don't the, open with Google it. asbestos joke and that's it about 20 times. Um, so if you're going tomorrow, you know... <laughs> only apologise in the phone. But I'm nervous. And I won't sleep much tonight. And it's that thing of, um, it'll be over in 45 minutes, right? And for the last two weeks, I've not, I've, I've been worrying about it. I've been worrying about it, it looming up. And this Sunday, I was going to do the show, get it all, you know, it's all a PowerPoint thing. And, um, and I didn't, and I went to bed late Sunday night feeling bad because I hadn't done it. In the end, I did it yesterday, and it, 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 two days ago. It didn't actually take that long. It was getting the old show and just taking out the visuals and taking out a few things that, that perhaps wouldn't have quite worked and just putting all the greatest hits in. You know, it's 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 a roller coaster ride of uh, radio calamities. Are you putting the old-fashioned design in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in there, yeah. Um, but here's the thing. When, we, when you and I go and do a show, yeah. Catherine... People have paid to come and see us, and they generally listen to this, or they have listened to The Rabbit Hole, or they've heard me and LBC, or us at Three Counties. Mm-hmm. So they come in to see us, right? When, um, so whenever we do anything like that, people are coming to see us. People listening to the radio are coming to listen to us on the radio. These people aren't going to see me. They're not going because they're fans of Ian Lee. They're fans of asbestos removal. They're fans of asbestos removal. Safe asbestos removal, which I've got to say, I'm a fan of too. Yes. Um, they're fans of that. You know, and then there's no. A... They're compelled to go for work, <laughs> so they're going to love it. I'm telling you, I you are the so. light relief. Don't. I'm, I don't have to do that. No, do stop it. Uh, let's take a quick break. Then we've got Katya and we've got Ian. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. Who the hell are you? Today I'm going to be Catherine. Boyle. Prove it. Where are your documents? Oh, cheeky! Uh, you can give us a call about absolutely anything you want. Ian is on the line. Good evening, Ian. Oh, hello. Hello, Ian. Hello. Um, a quick question. Uh, talk radio. Is it sort of a form of social media? No. No, uh, I've got to disagree. I think that. Um, well, then why did you ask me a qu- Why did you ask me a question when you already had a pre-prepared answer? Just the way it is. Okay, it's a silly way. Okay, so so let's it forget that. Let's forget radio, that question. So go on. What, it, okay. It's not. It's a radio station. But go on. Let's hear your point. It is a radio station, but it, it's sort of like you know social media, isn't it? You no. know, apart from you haven't got like and thumbs up. Everybody dumps on you. Yeah. All their problems and all yeah. that. You dump your stuff on the nation or your listeners. Okay, but that, that, it's not like so, no, no, but it's not like social media. It's a it's a radio station. Well, it is. It's the same, isn't it? You, no, you it's know, not. It's completely different. Think, well, why are you I don't think that? Why I don't think that? you know what social media is. 
It's a radio you don't station. Do that. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but it's. You, okay, let's carry on. Let's carry on with your wrong premise. Ca- carry on with your wrong premise. Okay, so you're, you, what? You don't like that? Well, don't listen. But that's not what I said, is it? When did I say that? Well, I you said you said you said people people phone up people phone up and dump that's their stuff. Uh, uh, well, they do. Yeah, and I dump and my you stuff. Dump yours. Yeah. Right? yeah. That, that, the, the use of the word dump implies dislike. And you've even got the dislike. Um, no, it's not a dislike. Uh, they can dump good stuff on you. Okay, so what is the point? I don't understand this calling. It's going very, very badly from from your perspective. So, so what are you trying to say? Yeah, basically, it's like social media. Social media in in the way that you know people. Okay. Just dump their stuff on you. You dump it on them, and right. and some people join in top balls. Yeah, some people join in without understanding what's going on and, and make comments that are irrelevant and unwelcome. Bit harsh, but okay, that was not my intention. Isn't social media harsh? Social media harsh, it can be. Well, we're, we're, can this be is social media, it's, it's harsh. Well, there you go then. People butting in and mansplaining my show to me. I mean, it's great. Oh, mansplaining? No, 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 no. People, okay, people telling me what my show is when they're completely wrong. Not what it is, an observation of what it is like. Similar. Okay, well, okay, people phoning me and telling me what my show is like when they, they are wrong. Uh, I don't understand what your point... What is your, what is your point, Ian? What is your point, apart from to antagonise and come across as a pudding? Antagonise... You're antagonising something into... Nothing into something. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to weave gold from this, this phone well, no, call that is, is nothing. What, what is your point? Go for bronze. Um... I never achieve for bronze. I, al- I always, I always shoot for gold. Similar. Ian, I always shoot for gold. Similar. You shoot for gold. Always shoot for gold. I might miss it, but that's what I always aim for. I'm not going to go for bronze. Well, there you go then. <laughs> what I was going to say, just an observation. But what I don't understand. I don't understand. I do not understand. How can you not understand? You sit there and say, phone me up about absolutely anything. Well, no, I'll I... phone you up about something and you don't like it. No, I didn't. No, 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 I didn't say that. And this is why you need to click. This is, again, another reason why you could well, be right about... Offensive. You could be it's right about... Hang on a minute. You could be right about social media because you're not listening to what I'm saying. Like, people on social media don't. I'll try again. I didn't say I don't like it. I said I don't... Ah, I, yeah. I don't... Ah. Let, you can let me finish? No. I said... I didn't say I don't like it. I said I don't understand what you're saying. Ah, uh, right, yeah, because um, I hadn't finished, sort of, probably my fault, I'm a bit, you know, nervous, whatever, but, um, oh, that was what I was going to say about the good thing, that, um, because I think we've had a conversation before where, you know, I don't like, I like everything you do, to be fair, I just, there's something, you know, that bit you don't understand, that, you know, uh, there's something about you that I love to hate you sort of thing, which is, your show is brilliant. And um, when these people phone up and do it, they get a response from you, and I think it's a very good service that you do. Okay. In the way that social that it is like social media, but a sort of upgrade, if you like. Okay. All right. Because you've got your your dating sites and everything else that that you now do alongside with the radio station, which is very know. similar. Some very similar traits there, and I was okay. just about to say that it's a good service that you do when. You talk to these people that are dumping their stuff. Okay, thanks. Thanks for the call, Ian. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Thank you very much indeed, um, Catherine. Your thoughts on that call, please. I think he was on our side. I think he was on our side. I think it was very awkwardly put. 
actually what social media has done is given everyone the right to broadcast. And maybe what he's saying is we're kind of equal opportunities like that as well. Uh, I think. Well, okay. I don't really like. I, I, I worry about the use of dumping. Yeah, that, when that, actually what we're doing is talking to each other. <laughs> that's the thing, Ian. Listen, apologies, brother, if if I misunderstood it. It, it came across as 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 uh, uh, vaguely aggressive in in language from you. Perhaps tone. That, but may that have been might be because of nerves, and he's taken a bit of a run up. May have been nervousness, Ian. So I apologise if I if I misinterpreted that. Oh, Kath's right. The word dumping it does imply a kind of negativity, and that's how I interpreted it. Um, and again, apologies if that was not was what was meant. But we appreciate the fact that you listen. We appreciate the support and as much support as we can get. And we appreciate the phone call. Um, and the, the love to hate you thing again. Just when you. Oh, were... I get that. I get that. I get yeah. it's that thing, isn't it? People who like us listen for an hour. People who hate us listen for two hours. I get that. So Ian, if you know, if thank you for the call. Oh three four 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 nine nine. 1,000. I'm, but I'm angry now. So I'm gonna, whoever the next caller is, they're going to get short shrift. They're going to get the full force of my fury. Because I've got to shoot off somewhere. So I'm going to shoot off in Katia's face. Yeah, well, are you going to give her a spanking? I'm going to, um, certainly. Katia, I'm furious. So I'm uh, going to shoot off now uh, in your direction. Uh, you ready? Uh, yeah. Uh, I am ready. I wanted to say congratulations to Catherine. Well done. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Um, so Purple Rain, everyone loves. Purple Rain, I think. No. What? You don't love it? No, I don't. I, I, I can't it... believe you don't. Well, you just say that because you want to antagonise. No, 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 no. Yes. I, I, if you, if you, um, uh, firm, if you firm a Labouche, <gasps> I, I will. I can tell you why I don't like it. What? Uh, yeah, go, go on. There's two reasons. Uh. <clears throat> mm-hmm. you, you're making it up at this no, very moment in I'm your not, head. I'm not making it up. <laughs> No, I'm not. First of all, I don't need to sit and think for reasons why I don't like a song. I could just make up stuff at any point. No, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find the clip of you going, a pam pam, a pam pam pam. I said all I can find is this. Grab pussy. Um, and for those of the hard of hearing, grab pussy. Yep. So, uh, where's the pam pam? A pam 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 I've lost it. Right. I might, I might delete it. No, I'll tell you why I don't like it. Two reasons. One, the drum sound. I hate the drum sound in Purple Rain. Two, it's too slow. Too slow? Too, you too slow? Like, what, what do you want it to be? Like, <laughs> Faster. Like double blast or something? Like not double blast. blast. No, not double blast. No. <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't know. A purple rain, purple rain. A purple rain, yeah, purple rain. Purple rain, purple rain. Only wanna see you make it through the purple rain. Ça c'est trop vite. So I don't like it. So don't get arsy with me because I don't like yeah. your crappy Prince song you've chosen. <gasps> oh, I think a lot of Prince oh, is rubbish. Oh, oh. A lot of Prince is rubbish. It's not too soon. It's, it's about it's about time. Okay. A lot of Prince is rubbish. Uh, uh, he did two then, good songs, three good songs. Which what? Um, Raspberry Beret. Raspberry Beret, Little Red Corvette, and uh, When Doves Cry. Oh. Yeah. You know, like, I'm going down nope. Nope. to Alphabet Street. No, because I was, I, was, I was assaulted in Alphabet Street once, so I don't have uh. terrible memories of that place. <laughs> oh. Do you oh. not like sexy MF? No, I don't like that. I think that's obscene. And then when he becomes... <laughs> 
On no, this show. I think I think sexy MF is obscene, and I tell you why I don't like it as well is because oh. when he became a Jehovah's Witness. Hello. When he became a Jehovah's Witness, he turned his back on the song. So even he admitted it was too obscene. Oh, it's not as bad as, get off. That was filthy. That's not filthy. It's get off. It's Singing get off. about a tongue in a box in the mirror. He's talking about getting off a bus. No, he's not. Get off my bus and go to town. If you want to do it, gonna do it. In the brown? No, no. stop. <laughs> Tell where that Retract. Came from. Retract. Well, exactly, exactly. It always... Always a little... Oh, no. Retract. Retract. Okay. <laughs> Katya. Oh, Katya, yeah. this is your Nikki fault. Nikki song. The Nikki song is the best ever. The what song? Nikki. Nikki. Another filth... Another filth yeah. bag. No. No, 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 no. No? Okay. Also, I want to be in the posse, if possible. Uh, we're kind of almost full up, actually. What? We're only... What? <laughs> like discrimination? Say because that, I say am that. Hang on. Well, hang on. What did you just... What discrimination. Did... You, you're just what like did you... trying to get into Nigel Farage's boots, big radio show on LBC. <gasps> £30,000 a it? month, yes. <laughs> say, say what again? Okay. I want to be in the posse. Say... Say... <laughs> Say what again the way you did. What again? No, you said what? What? <laughs> okay, uh, that's, not, that's not as good as the first one. Um, uh, well, okay, well, listen, he, get, he gets £30,000 a month for hating you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm talking about you specifically, my little continental friend. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> if, that's all it t- if, if that's all I've got to do to earn an extra £26,000 <laughs> a month is hate Katia, I can do it. Oh, no. But I counteract that with love for Katia. Um, Katia, who would you... 10%, uh, she uh, said. <laughs> oh, she knows now. Who would you... OK, what is your name going to be and what are you going to bring to the posse if I okay. were to let you in? Uh, I'm a I'm a cat 555. And, uh, cat 555? Bring... <laughs> yeah, I bring peace and love to you. Uh... Okay. A cat five 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 bringing, yeah. bringing piss and love to me. <laughs> Shag a pony. Mm. Wet cat. <laughs> Don't be so silly, cat. <laughs> You're oh, a pervert. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, these two are sat side by side. Excuse me. Grab pussy. You're a pervert. Pervert. Cue to call, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to where your cue to call is getting jiggy with it with Will Smith. Here we go. Or take call straight to where it's your cue to call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Dance floor pro. I know you know. I go psycho when my new joint hit. Just can't sit. Gotta get jiggy with it. That's it. Now, honey, honey. It's your cue to call, guys. You've been waiting all night. Now's the time. Pick up the phone. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to where. Here we go. Here we go. Looking at me, glancing a kid, wishing me was dancing a jig here with this handsome kid. Sick a cigar right from Cuba, Cuba. I just bite it, just for the look. I don't light it. Little way to hand me on the hand, stay off play. Keep it up, jiggy, make it feel like four play. Yo, my cardio is infinite. <laughs> big Willie Styles, all in. Okay, no one, no one, um. No one wants the Big Willie Styles. No one recognised the cue to call. Uh, that's it. We'll play it, we'll play it tomorrow. It rolls over to £25,000. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Katty is gone. No staying power. She's, that's why we're getting rid of them all. She's so. she's made a. a well, I was going to say a French exit, but she's a Belgian. Majid Nawaz. Um. 
This is a story I don't understand. And this is a this is a heavy story. This is in the news. Oh. Hundreds of tons of human body parts. Oh, I know. And dangerous waste from patients has been stockpiled by a disposal company paid millions to remove them by the NHS. Don't tell the um, New Zealand television company they'll put it in a tablet and make you eat it. Um, Human body parts are among hundreds of tonnes of waste from NHS hospitals which have been allowed to pile up by a disposal company. Imagine. And here's the thing, and I wonder actually how much of the... Because the the, the interesting part of the story is human body parts. And And he says, is among. Yeah, so you want, you know, the the headline implies that there's arms and legs and torsos everywhere. And actually, probably, maybe the story is not. But remember, if you have a part of your body removed, whether it be a leg or a a gallstone, or, or maybe gallstones are different, actually, or a testicle, you're not allowed to have that. Back. Wolfson's, I think you can take back, actually. Kidney stones. But you, you can't go, can I have my leg? And I, No. Can I have my, my, my bollock? No. <laughs> oh, my God. You can, they, you're not, they won't do it. And yet this is happening. Healthcare Environment Services Limited has failed to incinerate the waste within the time limit, oh, meaning God. it's in breach of its permits at five sites in England. A criminal investigation has been launched into the debacle. The Environment Agency said the Health Service Journal reported that amputated limbs and pharmaceutical waste were among the matter which had been allowed to mount up. Now, listen, I don't, sometimes don't do my washing for two or three days, right? Cutlery, crockery stuff. And then I'll go, ah, I'll put it all in the dishwasher. So two or three days, and that looks a mess, right? I'm not dealing with legs and spleens. Surely when you get that in, it goes straight into the incinerator. I thought they got burnt on site. Affected trusts are on standby to follow emergency measures to store their waste at hospitals in specialist trailers. Although these plans have not been enacted yet. Health Secretary Matt Hancock chaired an emergency COBRA meeting last month. Uh, News of the scandal only broke today. The authorities scrambled to reassure the Britons there is no risk to public health. I'm not worried about the risk to public health. I just think it's disgusting and... and, um, Slovenly. Slovenly. Rude. Um... Uh, the, the the company is allowed a three. The company is allowed a three hundred and fifty ton mountain of waste to pile up across five of its sites, far higher than its seventy ton limit. The company is in breach of its environmental permits at five of its six sites, and had its permit suspended at one of its locations, which has the biggest pile up. The environment agency was first alerted to the problem in March in the year. The company didn't meet a deadline. Despite the scandal, the company is still allowed to operate as it has a responsibility to get through its backlog of waste. Um, Okay, the company, in its defence, says the blame lies with Britain's creaking incinerator system. We've got a creaking incinerator system? The company said it has been warning the authorities for years that ageing infrastructure and prolonged breakdowns mean the firms with which dispose of clinical waste cannot get through it quickly enough. But the Environment Agency dismissed the accusation, saying they'd carried out an audit of the sector and no other company had reported similar problems. Um, uh, okay, wow. I mean, that's... I, 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 I do wonder... But, well, actually, well, 350 million tonnes. That's a lot of tonnage to have not burn, isn't it? That's insane, you had, is that the whole, you had one job to do, guys? 
It's incredible. Gross, gross, man. We've got another hour of this rubbish before Paul Ross comes in at one o'clock to do his uh, thing. Um, the switchboard is empty, so now would be a great time to give us a call if you wanted to. But absolutely anything. We carry on with the posse. We're still trying to find the perfect song, the one song that everybody um, likes. And we've got loads of other stuff to talk about. Um, 0344... Four nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Cost you pennies, free for most of you. You'll speak to Sam, he'll call you straight back. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Weeknights from ten, only here on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. interested in things I'm not a real doctor but I am a real to just just as a piano there yeah i can play disney girls by the beach boys 
Yeah, I can play Let It Go by the Beach Boys. Yeah, I can play Hey Jude by the Beach Boys. Um, Not Hey Jude, I can play Let It Be by the Beach Boys. And, um, but just be able to sit there and go... Like Jeff Goldblum. Like Jeff Goldblum. Then you pull a flute out of your ass and then you just start playing this. I didn't see him do that. I'd like to... This is... Okay. This is... um, What is the date today, Catherine? It's it's just turned into the 5th... Of? October. Right. Put in your diary. By the 5th of... On the 5th of October next year, 2019, I'm going to be playing piano in a jazz band. Oh, shut up. Yeah, put it down in your diary. Seriously, why not? Why? How dare you? How dare you? Well, what makes you think I can't? 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 Hang on a minute. I think, I think, if I, if I, my memory, which is getting very old these days, but I think you might be referring to this guy. Um, Alright, I'll tell you what, okay. Let's hear that again. Let's hear that again. This is from a Danny Kay song, but I don't know what Danny Kay song it's from. It's the he, says dro- he says drop top gay in there as well. Ichi Adelaide, Ichi Adelaide. I wonder. Um, I don't want Spotify. Maybe I do. What, 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 it's a Danny Kay song that he's doing. He said a kid's song, wasn't it? On a kid's album. Um, oh yeah, yeah. My computer's gone. My computer's gone to cock. Uh, my plan. All right, in a Is month. this? Louis Armstrong and Danny Kay scat singing YouTube. No. No? No? No. no? No. No? I don't know, is it? Danny Kay. Danny Kay scatting. We've got to be so careful on the internet. This is it. This is it. Buster. Buster, where are you? Hang on. You're much better now. Oh, she hoo! Oh, she hee! So love Danny Kay. Oh, she Hang on. Mm. Maybe this isn't it. No, it's not that. Who he? Um, okay, let's try this. This is Danny Kay and Louis Armstrong singing. It might be that. Ravel and Gustav. No. That's not it. Um, it's a kids' album. It was a kids' album. This is where the show slows down, guys. So Oliver and Simon, um, Danny K songs for kids. All right, here we go. Here we go. Little fiddle. Let's try this one. Black, but the animals are too sharp for him. 
Rap. Daddy K ends every song by making ridiculous noises. That was fast. Yeah. Um, anyone that, okay, right, fine. That was, I used to love Danny Kay as a kid. I used to love it. He's great. The speed. I think it's fair to say Danny Kay invented rap. The speed. I mean, you heard that at the end there. That's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The speed with which he can move his mouth and his tongue. I used to be obsessed with the Hans Christian Andersen film. Yeah. I might watch a bit of Danny Kay's. I don't think my kids would dig it. I think it might be a little bit too old for the kids. Um, I might have a bit of Danny Kay. I got some, I had a Danny Kay record somewhere. I'd uh, dig it out. Of course, The Ugly Duckling. What a song. Uh, uh, who, who covered The Ugly Duckling? With, so, ah, I can think of three versions of The Ugly Duckling, all of which are great in their own way. Danny Kay, yeah. we've got two other really, really famous Ugly did, Ducklings. Did, did Max Bygraves do it? Um, I don't think he did, but I could be wrong. Max Bygraves, Ugly Duckling. Someone with a similar voice. Someone with a similar voice. Oh, Tommy Steele. No, no, mm. no, no. I'll tell you who. I'll tell you who maybe you're thinking of. Okay, right. Stay there, Oliver and Simon. I'll come to you in a second. Who's this? There once was an ugly duckling. With Remember this? Did Bradley Walsh? Earlier, but Bradley Walsh of 20 years before. Many words said, Oi! Oh, I know who that is. Frank Butcher. Frank Butcher. One of my best CDs I had, and I can't remember where it is, was his greatest hit. It was brilliant. Mike Reed Sings, it was called. And his version of Trailer for Sale, Rent, was a masterpiece. And I thought, and I can't find it. I thought Frankie Howard did it as well. But I can't find it, so maybe he didn't. But Frankie Howard and June Whitfield did do this. Oh, no. You don't heard this. Leave it out. It's that, isn't it? I'll give over, not again. <laughs> that was a sort of song that my um, my grandma would laugh about and I wouldn't get. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, do you know what? We'll, we'll open the show with that tomorrow. Right, they've been waiting for ages. Good evening, Simon! Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hi, Good evening, Simon. Simon. Welcome to the uh, the crazy madhouse, the Giggle Factory. It is the late-night alternative <laughs> on Talk Radio. What can we do for you tonight, Simon? 
I'm hoping I'll have a good go at the perfect song. I didn't do very well at a at nice celebrity the other night, unfortunately. What was your su- just remind song. us your suggestion of a nice celebrity. Oh, I threw Alison Hammond and Holly Willoughby in. <gasps> well, since then, Alison Hammond has um, been proved to be a bully at work, hasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she threw Horrible, a, a, yeah. a naked she, sailor into the water. She tossed off a sailor, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. She I doesn't did. know. She, she Could you t- believe, Ian? Could you believe, Ian, how much criticism this morning got for bringing back the weather map? Well, um... Well, it, it, historically, it's associated with a paedophile. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but, but it wasn't really down yeah. to the map. I don't no. think that could be proven. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the map's to blame. No, no. Also, I've not seen it, but I, 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 um, Limmy called out that clip as fake. I wondered. I have seen it, and yeah. it's a good fake if it is. But I... yeah, I think it's a little bit of the old uh, show business. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, was, you see that we I was trying to work out I, I don't believe Holly and Phil when they laugh anymore. No, I've got no the thing that gets me about those two is after every show after the National TV Awards when they do their hungover show. Yeah. yeah. What was the yeah. weird beef with Fern Britton the other day? Fern Britton was apparently on talking about because it's like thirty years of this morning, so oh, there's yeah. been big celebrations, yeah. kind of like a BAFTA celebration. And Fern Britton came on and said, "Well, I would love to have gone, but I wasn't asked to do it." She quit this morning because John. She was doing it with John Leslie. Then John Leslie obviously got you know there were those those accusations that proved to be nothing. Uh, so she was doing it with Phil Schofield for a while. She left because she found out Philip Schofield was getting paid significantly more than her. So right. she kind of left with bad blood, and so she said. On this morning, she was doing like a live link-up or something. Well, I would love to have gone to the BAFTAs, but I didn't receive an invitation. And then Phil went on Twitter later on to say, everybody was invited. And then he made a little dig about her again the next day, saying, hope everybody got their invitations. We know they were all sent out. Um, And that's just a little bit uh, gauche, isn't it? A little bit gauche. Anyway, Simon, let's hear This is the song that everybody likes. I've got a list of eight. I'm going to have to pick one. Well, no, I'll tell you what. Give us your, your top three, ending okay. with the one you're most confident about. So I want your three okay. best, ending with the one that you think we're going to go, yes, come on, of course. Well, this is this is my wild card, the first one. OK, I like this. Yeah, bold move. Okay. Holiday Road by Lindsay Buckingham. I like it, Kathy. I like, like it? it because I like Lindsay Buckingham and I also like the Griswold... European yeah. vacation. That's yeah. actually one of my favourites. Um, but I'm not this... sure it's a. I'm not sure it's broad hang enough for most. Oliver. Yeah. We'll, we'll come to your point in a minute. But simple yes no question. Do you do you like the song Holiday Road by Lindsay Buckingham? I can't remember how it goes. Holiday Road. Holiday Road. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you like that? You like it? <laughs> it? It could get annoying if it was the only song we oh, had. There we go. Yeah. And that's the thank you, Oliver. And that's the thing, Simon. It could get annoying to some people. So we're going to pass on that one. Let's have the next one. Okay. Which one are going to pick? Okay. There we go. Forever in Blue Jeans, Neil Diamond. No, I know people that hate that song. What, people who prefer something a bit more smart casual? <laughs> people, okay. people who are idiots. Now, this is it, This is it, Simon. You're going to you're gonna earn... If you get this wrong, you're going to earn yourself a one-show ban. Okay? That means, okay. well, means no speaking to you tomorrow, so no. you've really got to try hard, OK? Right, OK. I've got to remember the title of this song. Oh, Jesus. Just so, so this is a song that everyone loves and you don't know the title of it? Yeah, yeah. Band in the 80s called Toto. 
Africa. You're an idiot. Go away. Pay attention. Um, oh, I think I know the song. I think I know the song that everyone likes. Um, but I can't... Th- I'll, I'll think of it after this. <laughs> Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Thank you to um, Simon. Uh, well, of course, Frankie Howard didn't do um, The Ugly Duckling. He did this, of course. Now don't... Now don't... This is my record. Right, go. Now down in the meadow, in a little fishy pool... You know this? ...lives three little fishes and a mama fishy too. Yeah. Now swim, said the mama fishy, swim. It's you good. Are you taking the mickey? So they swam and they swam right over the dam. There was George. Who didn't add what me? There was a purse. Who didn't add what me? And there was Cecil. He was a snob. He was dying to get into an aquarium. So they swam <laughs> and they swam right over the dam. All right, whoa. Don't start that again. Right. Etc. Cetera, et cetera. I love all those old comedians doing songs. Um, Oliver, Oliver, I think they got your number. Oliver, I think they know the alias. Alias! The tube you living under! And the alias is... Ollie. Anal Caddick. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that Alan Caddick suggested his own nickname? We're reading from this. He suggested his own nickname for the posse should be Anal, Anal Caddick. Caddick. That's outrageous, Oliver. There is the thing you like, but... Uh, <laughs> or maybe he's talking like. about the fact that he's able to retain a lot of facts. Yes, it could be. Yeah, yeah. That, hopefully that's, that's, uh, that's it. What you got for us, Oliver? Uh, a couple of things. Uh, first... Uh, the song everyone loves. Yeah. Uh, I'll sing it for you. What's that coming over the hill? Van, Van Monster. Monster. Van, Van Monster. Monster. I've worked out what the, I know what the song is. Okay. That's living all right. That's living all right. The theme tune to Avida Zane Pet. Everyone loves that song. Or I could be so good for you. This is it, isn't it? Love you like you want me to. I'll do anything for you. I'll be so good for you. I'll do anything for you. Eat a capsule of your poo. <laughs> What's a terrible show tonight? Awful. That's, yep. that's the other thing, right? Yes. Um, the poo, I don't think the poo thing's that bad. What? What the heck? WTF? Would you OMG! Like, would you microdose with feces? But if it made you feel better, because um, did you hear that they've done the studies where it's usually they put it up your bum, they put other people's poo up your bum. Yes, I have because heard that. Yeah, because it's the microbiology thing. The little oh god, I can't remember what they're called. The little things in your gut, aren't they? Bacteria. That's, yeah, that's the bacteria. And they're trying to put the good bacteria back into you. And there was that whole thing, that woman yeah. who was thin, and she um, she was having fatigue problems, so they put it up her bum. But because it was from a fat person, oh. she started to get really fat and obese from it. What's this thing? Side What's this thing? I'm going to say something gross. Well, grosser than that? Yeah. Okay. Let's brace ourselves. Has anyone ever done this? And I don't suggest doing it because I think it could be dangerous. But I heard it today. Getting a tampon 
soaking it in vodka. Have you heard this? And then sticking it up your anus. Oh, yeah. You heard that? No, well, not on the tampon, but I've heard people chugging it up. And apparently it gets you drunk like that. You're gone. Yeah. Straight away. Well, the French famously take a lot of their medication up the old... Yeah, because I, I, when I was my sister there. went somewhere. She went. She, my sister went to the pharmacy with a sore throat, and they gave her something. She <laughs> said, "I found it very difficult to swallow." And when I looked at the back, and it was a suppository. Oh. Yeah, I was somewhere, and they gave me headache tablets to put it up my bum. Your bum? Yeah. They gave me bum. What's the deal? The French are insane. <laughs> Maybe they're they're leagues ahead. No, they're dirty, dirty. <laughs> but, okay, if anyone knows anything more about that, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. After one o'clock, when Paul Ross is on, please. Cause I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to hear anyone's bum tales. Bum tales. Bum tales. Bum tales. That's a great name for a show. Bum tales. To the tune of Duck Tales. Yes. Anyway, go if on, Oliver. If you take vodka up the bum, mm. it's it's quite dangerous because you can't puke it out. I've heard so people have like died from putting vodka. Oh, I ima- definitely yeah. don't do it. No, I imagine. Um, no, I imagine that it's 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 dangerous. But seriously, yeah. if you're thinking, right, I'm drinking this vodka and I'm not drunk enough. I, I, if you're seriously thinking that you need to get more drunk than you are and you're going to pour it up your bum, <laughs> to be honest, pour it up your. You kind of de- <laughs> you kind of deserve to die. That's that's you know survival of the fittest. We don't need those people in the gene pool. The people who think this vodka, I'm pissed, but I'm not. But hang on a minute, let me just. <laughs> oh yeah, now oh now I'm drunk. We don't need those people in society. They 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 can kill themselves, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, the prep alone is tricky. Yeah. Well, I've, again, I've, I've 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 heard, and I never got round to doing it. That blowing because it would be a terrible, terrible waste. Blowing cocaine up the old bottom. Well, wasn't that the uh, thing about what's it? That, who, that was the, that's the. Um, you you about to libel someone? No, I'm not. Huh? It's an urban legend about a well-known seventies pop star. Okay, well let's say no more because we could. But yeah, it's supposed to get you um, absolutely wrecked. But I would always think. That's a, that's a waste of. What if it don't work? It's a waste of good, good to good gear, <laughs> man. Also, yeah, what, your what? backside, it'd be back out, wouldn't it? <laughs> What's that? It's very windy. You said I've got a loose bum hole. <laughs> <laughs> saying you're very windy. Wow, that's that's, that's light. Listen, we've been sharing a studio for on and off five years. You know, in between yeah, going home and that. No, don't squeeze one out just to prove your point. <laughs> um, and, Oliver, did we get to your point? I think I was. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give right. you. A, I'm going to give you a seven out of ten. You're my favourite out of you and Roger. Yay! Can, can I be part of the posse then? Roger be banned from it. Oh, Roger's banned from the posse. What's your name going to yeah. be? He gave. He said I should be hentai boy. Hen, oh. Isn't hentai? Isn't that like Japanese bondage? No, it's that. It's those um, dirty cartoons. No, the you're better. Well, that's Roger's bullying you. Roger's bullying <laughs> yeah. you. No, no, no. You. What, what do you? To be banned what for. do you want to be, Oliver? What do you want to be? What do you it's dream right. of being? We're gonna. He's just disappeared. Hello, invisible Ollie. There we go, invisible, invisible. Uh, no, ice Ollie. Ice Ollie. There we go. Ice Ollie. There we go. We've got a nice little posse. Special K, anal caddick, Doctor Reg and his magic bank. <laughs> Wacky Jackie, Big Mac, who's got catchphrase. I don't know. Racist Nick, Lol, Auntie Carol, and Ice Ollie. This is turning into some kind of uh, some kind of show. Oh uh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very welcome to. Yes. Um, oh, let's play the trail now. Let's be crazy. 
The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, Matt says... Um, Matt says, Ian and Kath, faecal implants have been tried in mainstream medicine for Crohn's and uh, colitis. Apparently it works well. I'd do it if it cured me. I'm open to it. The urban myth is that Hitler did a version of it too, which puts me off a bit. Um, okay, fine. Well, you know, if you, if you want to be a sexual deviant, mate, I'm, what, I'm not going to... Again, gonna... I'm not sure it was that that made him Hitler. Hello, caller. Hello, I've got one for you. A good song. You, well, I'll, I'll be the judge of Very that. Very confident. About that one for the winner. Well, what is it? Play, play some more. Baby Shark, my kids are obsessed with Baby that. Shark, I don't know it. Are you ready? This is not bad. We kid. What is it called? We Baby kid. Shark? Googly. Yes, Googly. Well, on YouTube. Um, all right, hang on a minute. I, I'll, 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 Google it on YouTube. I'm Googling it on YouTube. Hang on a minute. Um, that sounded right up my strasser. Here we go, here we go. Yeah, mate, wicked. Yeah, to drive everyone mad with. Here we go. Yeah, Pink fong. Here we go. Is this it? No, Sounds like the remix. Ian, I think we found a winner. Thank you, Ian. We found a winner. Mommy Shark. on YouTube, right? It's Baby Shark. This is how many times it's been viewed. It's such a big number, I don't know how to say it. So, have you got a pen and paper? Here's a pen. Yes. Here's some paper. Yes. Write down this number and then try and say this number. Go on. One, comma. Yeah. It's out the views. One, comma, seven, eight, four. Yeah. Comma, zero, four, two. Yeah. Comma, zero, four, zero. Okay. So. What is that? Ah. Uh. Right, so I mean, it's is it one trillion seven hundred eighty-four no. million? That's not a trillion. That's a billion, isn't it? One billion. Billion. Seven hundred eighty-four million, forty-two thousand and forty views. <sighs> so we take we take one point eight billion views, and it's had one point four million thumbs down, 
and 3.6 million thumbs up. All right, that's the parents on one side and the kids on the other. <laughs> my, oh, seriously, my kids will just watch that over and over again and laugh. So here are some of the comments. That bass, though. Um, uh, Wow, those kids can run underwater. Fabulous talent. Why am I watching this? Um, New Gangnam Style. What the uh, WTF am I doing here? (laughs) Um, You know, pen, pan, apple, pen. Has that got as many? One one minute, 35. I really thought it was lesbian. Do, 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 do. Let's, (laughs) Let's have a little listen to one... Stretching it. Yeah. Uh, they hear what they wanna. Um, wow, well, that I think we found it. Well, that's that phone in done. Yep, completed. We found the song that everybody likes. No one can hate that. Sam loves it. Kath loves it. Ian loves it. Everybody loves it. Philip Boyd's two-year-old loves it. Yeah, we're done. That's done. No more phone calls on that, please. Don't want any more phone calls on that. If people phone in, Sam, and um, say they they, they don't like that song, uh, they're trolls. They're they're lying. I give you permission to swear at them at the phone and slam the phone down. And he answers on a proper phone. It's not got a headset. He can slam Slam. the phone down. Yeah. That's what he can do. So we've done that. Well, that's... I'm blown away. It's unusual that we actually come to a conclusion, particularly half an hour. And a satisfactory one at that. Yeah, before the end of the show. No, I'm thrilled about that. Absolutely thrilled. All right, well, have you got any stories there? <laughs> no, I haven't, but I will find. I've got some. If you, you do one, and then I'll find you one. All right. All right, I've got one. Oh, this is a great one. This is a great one. Right. This is uh, this is where we are in Britain at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, a primary school is the first in Britain to make pupils pedal under their desks to help beat obesity. You seen these? Oh, I've heard about so this. So they've got yeah. these chairs with pedals on. Yeah, I think Mike Graham was talking about this. Tell you what, what, just bring back PE. Bring back PE and games. I think they. Uh, it's not gone. PE and games. Uh, no, it has because I heard it on the Daily Mail once. Oh. They sold off all the playing fields to house immigrants. The seven- to eight-year-olds use the exercises while reading and writing. Teachers say the scheme launched last month has already boosted student concentration. Oh, it works. It works. It's, it's, I mean, it, my knee-jerk reaction is, this is stupid. Um, and I, I've got a feeling my second reaction is going to be, this is stupid. Yeah. Can you imagine if they did it here? You can't work properly. Anyway, they now plan to roll it out to all 430 pupils at Red Oak Primary School. Head teacher Heather Madsen, 44, says it's been really successful and the children are all really looking forward to it. The £20 exercise machines paid for using government funding and the school budget were given to 30 year three pupils. So they're eight years old. They operate like exercise bikes, but without the frame and bars so they can be used while sitting. A digital display shows that... He, ah! Digital display shows the length of exercise, revolutions per minute and calorie consumption. I don't know uh, no. if eight-year-olds should be... Uh, maybe they disable that, but I don't know. I don't think eight-year-olds should be worried about calories. Do you? Slightly different for me with boys. Sli- only slightly different. I don't like you it. You've got girls. Yeah, I don't like Calorie it. Calorie consumption. Healthy eating and, and exercise. 
I think calorie you know, consumption. I, I try and talk to my daughters. First of all, I've always told them how beautiful they are, yeah, yeah. and that it's about being strong and healthy. Yeah. And but it has started to creep in. Um, my youngest who was six when she started talking about it, saying that someone at school had said she was fat. Well, and it's like, wow, six, the, the, the world bursts in all of a sudden, doesn't it? Um, so I, I sort of had to talk that down. But no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, PE teacher Johnny Lee, who's actually my cousin, said it's had a great impact on the class. The behaviour is better in engagement and lessons has been great. The class has been enthusiastic and they like using the bikes. Mrs Madsen got the idea after seeing similar bikes used in schools in Scandinavia. They're also popular in the US. She said, we're trying to make as many opportunities as possible for the children to be more active in a classroom setting. Well, in a classroom setting, you're meant to be sat there and kind of focused. Mm -hmm. And the playground and the games and PE is... Or is that really really old-fashioned view? You're right. When I'm sat here, I mean, I've got a twitchy leg that goes, but that's it. I couldn't exercise. When I'm sat at home at the desk, I kind of got to focus... I might have a bit of music on in the background or the radio on in the background. I like a bit of noise when I'm writing until I get to a really tricky bit. Then I switch the noise off and I, I zoom in on that. And then when it's formed in my head, I turn the noise back on again and carry on. I couldn't be doing anything physical at the same time. So no. why would it be different for kids? Yeah. They've got, what... got more energy. I think the things that have changed since we were at school, right, we had... No, sort of milk that sometimes was a bit cheesy and stuff and that was the nod towards us being healthy and, and the government caring about our health but now they drink a lot more water than we did and that's supposed to help concentration in the classroom yep. and I think the opportunities for um, physical education are, are better, I mean my kids got like what, an adventure playground, what did we have? I give my boys um, Red Bull to take in so they, <laughs> their energy levels are up and they're focused they're focused Hasn't that got an age limit on it now? Energy drinks, well, you, to yeah, buy them. To, yeah. to buy them, yeah, yeah. But it's the same with booze, and they drink that. <laughs> Here we go, listen. Uh, um, classmate Jake says, it makes you burn lots of energy and helps us concentrate. It makes you burn lots of energy. That's a strange thing for an... I mean, my eight-year-old talks about exercise, and, you know, um, if he'll see me walking or if we walk a long way, he'll say, well, this is really good exercise for us and it'll help keep us fit. Yeah. That's great. Because it sounds like he's been given that message yeah. about being strong and healthy. Yeah. Helps you burn lots of energy. Just trying to think if I've ever heard my eight-year-old say that. And no. I don't think I have. That's a grown-up phrase, isn't it? It is. That's a grown-up phrase. Yeah. I also think that that's something that grown-ups need to worry about more than most kids. And I'm, I, and I'm not going to... Because some kids obviously don't, do they? No. No. And you know we 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 you know we are hey we're great parents me and Kath and we take our kids out and we play f- football with them or sports or get physical games and yeah my kids like playing Xbox but I will you know when I'm there or when they stay with me go right we're turning this off get to the next save we're turning this off and we're going to go out on our bikes and, mm-hmm. and I know you do a similar yeah. kind of regime and not all parents are like that that's cool you know not all parents do that they have the, have the time or the inclination or the knowledge to do that. So maybe this is... I'm really trying to be generous to this story. Maybe this, these pedals, is, is, is to encourage... Are you the know... teachers doing it? <laughs> don't don't, don't say, does it? Because I think teachers are probably... Mum of two, Debbie Atkins, has a daughter at school. She says it's great. Hopefully it'll get the youngsters to do more exercise. Uh, but no, but young... It's not the... realistic, though. No, no. And here we go. Youngsters shouldn't be doing exercise. 
Youngsters should be out playing, playing football and running and playing tag and doing races and doing hide and seek and exercise is is you thinking right i've got to do something to get a bit bit fit yeah. they, they should be doing it naturally they should be you know kicking a ball around or active lifestyle active lifestyle not exercise i never talk to my boys about exercise exercise is something you have to make a conscious effort to fit in to a otherwise sedentary lifestyle isn't it the school is also due to trial balance boards to improve fitness and coordination when people stand during lessons what Red Oak already has a lunchtime fitness club and uses alarm clocks to remind teachers to get the children moving around. Third of pupils leaving primary school are overweight obese. Right. I'm going to take this story in the way that I take most stories and think, well, there's, there is more to this that we are not not getting. You know, this story has been written in, in a very specific way to tell us a specific thing. And I suspect, like all news stories, this is this is the story that the journalists wanted to tell us, and I'm, I'm going to be generous to the school. There's, I think there's probably more to it than that. Because at the top of it, it sounds, it sounds crazy. Right, here's one then. We've been talking about doing exercise. Yeah. Proof that sleeping on it works. Scientists discover that 90-minute naps help you weigh up the pros and cons of challenging decisions. Yeah. Um, this is by Stephen Matthews, the assistant health editor for the Mail Online. Yeah. It's long been said that sleeping on it can help you make challenging decisions, but now a scientific experiment has confirmed the theory that having a snooze really can help you make clearer choices. Researchers measured changes in the brains and reaction times of 16 participants before and after a brief nap. Yeah. The results suggest a period of sleep may help weighing up pros and cons or gain insight before making a tough choice. Bristol University scientists who conducted the study branded their findings remarkable. All the participants aged between 20 and 91 were hooked up to an EEG to measure electrical activity in their brain. They were asked to carry out two tasks for Dr Liz Coulthard and her team's experiment published in the Journal of Sleep Research. Um, In the first, they were asked to describe whether they thought a chain of words were either good or bad. And in the second, volunteers were quizzed on whether they thought they saw a red or blue square dozens of times on a screen. Okay. So they practised the tasks and then either stayed awake or took a 90-minute nap before repeating the same challenges. Yeah. Reaction times were much quicker in the ones that slept. But then there's another... But here's the thing. Then there's another story in the paper that if you sleep for nine hours a night, you're more likely to have a stroke. What? Yeah. So I don't believe... All of... What are we meant to do? (laughs) What are we meant to do? Are we meant to sleep in short bursts rather than long ones? Mm. Oh, I'd love a long one. <laughs> I really would. I love sleep. Oh. No. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, I think I laughed over that. Can you tell me if that's clear or not, Sam, for a clip that she just said there about loving a long one? I love one. a long one. I do. Just say it again, clear. I'm not ashamed about it. I love a long one. Send me that. Thank you very much. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Okay, we've got to end the show early because I've just been sent the new Monkeys Christmas album to review. Uh, I'm not allowed, I was going to play it, then I just read the small print and it said, You've been sent this as a review, you're not allowed to share, distribute, or play it out loud where people can hear it. All right, you're allowed to listen to it. I'm allowed to listen to it. So I'm going to go home now and listen. Oh, no, I'll finish. We'll finish the show. Let's go to Damien. Good evening, Damien. Welcome to the Late Night Alternative, the home of laughs. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kathy. All right? Yes, yes. mate. We are feeling full of it. We're gr- so, At last, it's only taken two hours and 45 minutes, but at last, we've got a decent caller on. Thank do you, do Damien. Do 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 do. Oh, 
Well, actually, you you two give me a complex because I listen to myself back now and again on the radio. Yeah. And every time I come on, you snigger. What's all that about? Absolutely nothing. What are you talking? Well, when you come on, we snigger. I listen to yourself back because I'm a bit like that. And I, every time I speak, no. it, you're all laughing at me voice. Oh, I've got a complex. But no. here's the thing as well. I think you bought a tweet today about me three-toed uh, foot thing. Oh, you know that... I was going to lose a couple of toes? Yeah. Yeah. I think no one's even replied or liked me. Hang on a minute. Because I... Right, so, he, bless you. Uh, uh, there'll be two more of those. It, right, so Damien sent us a picture of him having three toes removed. Oh, why, pervert? Two no, toes removed. Two toes removed. But I thought it was a fake picture. Well, it is a fake picture, isn't it? But I, oh. I put some effort into making it. I was on the settee this <laughs> afternoon. He had nothing to do. I folded <laughs> my toes down. I thought, Ian Lee and Castle like this. No, we did what? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. What? Why do I bother? I don't. Well, I don't know because it was a really horrible, horrible picture. Well, it, yeah, we was discussing it the other night, wasn't we? Right, tweet it, tweet it, tweet it, tweet it now. Tweet it to me now. Well, I can't tweet it now because I'm driving a truck. And here's another thing I've discovered. <laughs> yes. Right. If you've got no mobile signal. Yeah. Right. If you've got no internet signal on your phone. Yeah. If your phone you lot up and they call you back, you can listen to the show still. Yeah. Yeah. We know. Well, that's brilliant, because sometimes I don't have signal, but I can still... So next time I'm going to phone up and say, don't put me through, let me just listen. <laughs> this guy wants it. This guy wants everything. He Such wants our idea. undivided attention online, and he wants to po- pony the show for free? Come on, though, at least give me a like. And another thing, one last, tw- one last thing. Hang on, about shut this. up, shut up. What is... Shut up. What is your Twitter handle? <sighs> Full name, that. Oh, God. At Damien Hump. Go on, you can have it. I'm going to go have a little... I'm going to... Damien Hump. <laughs> Hump. H-U-N-T. Hunt. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Damien Hump. <laughs> I, I t- there it is. Seriously suggest you change your name to Damien Hump. All right, there we go. Well, do you well, me, I will do. do. Do you want me to like it? Of course I do, yeah. Well, I it's a famous, it. isn't it? Right, there right. you go, famous is like me thing. Right, one more thing. Everyone I completely like misunderstood that picture. picture. I thought you were holding Please. a child's foot. So he goes away. Oh, no. You still here? Unfortunately, hang on a minute, I want to look at um, your picture. Oh, God. Uh, you look like you've got very soft feet. Have you... Um... Who? Right, hang on a minute. Why are you hanging out with a beautiful model? I've got no idea. I don't use Twitter very often. Right, well, there's there's you, and you look like um, the third proclaimer, and you're, you're someone has taken a picture of you with a very attractive blonde woman... So what's oh, the... that'll be the wife. Get out of town! Whose wife? Oh. That's not your wife! Oh, I... You are me. But batting above his average. Well done, mate. Fair play. Well played, Damien. Well played. It's all about the personality, isn't it? it apparently, it's so, it is so according to that picture, yes. Go on, what's the last <laughs> thing you want, What is the last thing you wanted to well, say? It's a bit awkward. Are, are you... Are you, do you, have you come across Ricky Gervais? Are you mates of him or anything like this? Good, very good mates. We um, we smoke cigars together and, and go bowling every Thursday. Are you pals with him, seriously? Very, very good pals. I was round his house um, last week giving him a back wax. <clears throat> I, haven't yeah, seen him, I haven't seen him in about 10, 15 years. Right. Is he a... And I'm going to say it right. Is he a twit? I, I, here's the thing. I've not met him for a long I met him before he got really, really famous, and I've not really... I've, we've, we've tweeted occasionally. Uh, when he, I worked with him on the 11 o'clock show, I always thought he was hilarious. And, uh, you know, I would be sat there. One of those people, you just... I was sat there. The same with Bob Mortimer, and just couldn't breathe sometimes because I was laughing too much. 
Um, so, you know, and he, he's tweeted some very nice things about me. So, I don't know. Oh, well, I'm not going to put you in that position. I just, um, Thanks, no, I had, I had a bit of a run-in with him and had, uh, on, on something. Well, what happened? I, just, I don't really, I can't even really remember yes, it. But I think he's a bit, uh, yeah, I, I think he's a bit up himself. And, uh, uh, and uh, I might have told him. Did you make a joke on Twitter that he didn't like? And you thought you were being palsy with him, and he thought you were being rude, and it kind of got a bit tense. Oh, I'm not bothered. You know, he's got, he's got, to be honest, he's always had, having to go at people. Now I'm one of these living, let live, and it, 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 I just had enough one day and I said, oh, listen, you're, you're having to go at people, and there's no need for it. Okay. It is, um, it is interesting how uh, he seems to have given up on making funny movies. I think we can say that. Don't we? I, 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 you know, but, I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen any of his films. Um, he was good in the Muppet movie, really good in the Muppet mm-hmm. movie, actually. But but you kind of watch his Netflix movies, and I do from time to time. You, you just go, what are you doing? You, you wrote The Office. You wrote The Office. The radio show was brilliant. The radio show was great on X-Fan. The Office was great. Extras was good. That David Brent movie was awful. Mm. I went to just a, he, he has a lot of pop religion and that, and I thought, listen, leave him to it. It's up to oh, them. All right, not doing no arms. Yeah, but then you got. Did you get? Did he offend you, Your Holiness? No, no, I'm not bothered. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not very religious at all. But I just thought he's constantly taking the mick. Well, some people need a bit of faith in their lives, and if that's it, it's no arms done. Well, you, you know, you know what. You gotta have faith, faith, the faith. faith, 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 faith. <laughs> I gotta have faith, the faith, the faith. God for that. It's not serious anymore. Thank you, Damien. <laughs> Oh, cast him off. Oh, good, because he was getting on my nerves. What you got? Um, Nothing! Nothing at all! Ordering a chicken tikka masala tonight, you'll have to run half a marathon to burn off the calories. Graphic reveals just how much exercise is needed after feet. Oh, no, this is one. This is one. You'll like this. Yeah, go on. Iceland launches one-pound luxury festive crisps that taste like a Christmas tree. Why do you want to munch on a Christmas tree? Uh, it's uh, Iceland pushed the culinary boundaries with its latest luxury crisp by making them taste, it says, just like the seasonal tree. Much to the bemusement of snack fans. Are you a snack fan? Ow! Ow, that got my finger. Ah, you got me right at the tip. Stop! On the what? Tip. Okay. Off my finger. That's me Peter Pointer as well. Okay, carry on with the story. What are you doing, man? Stop it! I'm telling you a Christmas story! And bad list. Bad! Bad! Bad list. That's kind of it. They just made these Laura, <laughs> shitty crisps. The number one drug on the planet for addicts tell all. Laura wakes up and reaches for her first Ow. hit, then straight away has two more. It's enough to get her as far as the shower, but before she leaves the house, the 23-year-old needs another two fixes to get her through a commute. Laura is an addict of caffeine. Well, idiot. Well, it is. Um, it's it is hugely addictive. addictive. It is addictive. It's terrible. And she's not alone. Coffee is now more popular than tea in the UK, with more than 22,000 coffee shops across the land, as opposed to 18,000 tea shops. <laughs> I made that up and I made myself laugh. I made myself laugh with that. <laughs> Didn't make myself laugh. And consumers have bit tea shops. <laughs> Okay, just me. No, okay, fine. There's, there's, there's the good stuff. Consumers appear to be craving ever higher doses of caffeine, the world's the most widely used psychoactive drug in the world. Yeah. More and more people are upgrading their simple lattes to caffeine pills. <laughs> caffeine pills. Come on, guys. Yeah, all right. When I was a kid and we go boozing, we dropped some Pro Plus in the beer because someone told you it got you wrecked. 
But no, I took some Pro Plus once to revise. Didn't do anything. I never took it. Didn't do anything. Uh, bottle shots containing the equivalent of nine cups of coffee per dose. Um, GPs report rising numbers of cases of addicts downing the equivalent of 75 coffees a day Incredible. in supplements. Incredible. Especially since the boom in so-called smart drinks. Caffeine hits marketed as a way to get the brain working faster. The health impact can be catastrophic, according to Sun Dr. Carol Cooper. Ramping up blood pressure as well as causing palpitations, sweating, nausea. I had the coffee, um, coffee sweats the other day. Meanwhile, Dr. Andrew Thornber, chief medical advisor of, of some health app, said growing numbers of addicts are turning to counselling to kick their habit. 2003, Prime Minister Tony Blair suffered heart palpitations triggered by too many cups of coffee during a European Union summit. He cut down after the square but admitted, um, well, I love my cup of tea. I can't do without that. Let's bomb Iraq. <laughs> Last month, Cardiff University student... Ooh, OK, bring the tone down. Marty Dragonova, great name, 20, died God. after overdosing on caffeine tablets. Um, OK, so, I mean, his... Uh... I can believe it. Who would have thought 20 years ago that we'd have drive-through coffee shops? <sighs> like, people can't even be bothered to get oh, out of the car. Oh, he did it again, man. Jeez. He's so terrifying. Flipping heck, Paul Ross. Because I looked at the time, I thought, 54, Paul be here. So- oh, there he is. You're a, you're, you should come around to my house and play hide and seek with me and the kids. Cause there's loads of little cubby holes. You look like you look like professional level, and I'm very patient. Yeah, no, Quite you look patient. I'd, I'd I'd enjoy a game of hide and seek with you because you're professional level. I do enjoy that anticipation when yeah. you're hiding and you've got yeah. a really good spot yeah. and you're just waiting for that moment. I always like to go quite high. Yeah. Up on a wardrobe, you know, get myself behind the duvet, spare duvet in the, in the built in the built in fitted wardrobes in a bedroom. We were going to play hide and seek with the listeners after our game of tag. But we could, we, what we wanted was a big we rambling a house, venue. and strangely, no one wanted to lend us one. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, well, next week, this, I'm busy up until next Next week, let's have a little look into making hide and seek. That would be so good. Because that would be great. And can I join the posse as Knowledge Paul? Oh, yes. I don't think it would play in the breakfast show, but it's only a matter of time before you're moved into the execrable Joe Wiley and Simon Mayo slot. Mm-hmm. And I think for drive time, I'd be quite good because I'd be like the factoids. I'd be, and you could, I could drive you crazy. So it could be knowledge pool, KP nuts. Yeah. And I come in with boring trivia, like the Steve Wright factoids. I love the way after the factoids, they say all material is copyright and they've nipped it from a book of trivia. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, all material, it's facts from <laughs> science. How can it be copyright? Also, if Einstein's it's equals MC squared, all material is copyright. Oh, I love I love Joe Wiley. I think she's brilliant. Oh, she's great. But yeah. I've got no idea what those two are doing together. Well, it's, it's um, you know, it's one of those away day BBC management weekend nonsense ideas written all over. It. Simon thing? Mayo was great. Yeah, great yeah, on yeah. his own. Joe Wiley's friend. She worked with me on the word. She was our music booker for season wow. three. Yeah, she was I, brilliant. She's, she's. I think she's great. But it's that thing of people thinking you can just put two really good presenters together and then get like a brilliant double act. And you know, the other day he so lost it he started hitting with a rolled up newspaper. And he really caught, caught her on the tip. Outrageous. Yeah, outrageous. Well, I beat the point now. Uh, Radcliffe, Mark Radcliffe's not very well. He's got cancer, isn't he? Oh, no. A little bit of mouth cancer. He tweeted earlier that he's, he's going to be off until next year. Oh, dear. But he, he says he, they've got it early enough and they can sort it all out, fingers crossed. But that's, I, I think he's brilliant. I think oh, he's, he's one of the best. Yeah. One of the best. So good luck, And man. Stuart McConey. Him and Stuart yeah, yeah. McConey together. That's great a good pairing. Yeah, yeah. That is a good pairing. No newspaper combat there. No, not at all. <laughs> what is on your show tonight, Well, please? we are genuinely talking... You might want to get involved in this. If you can spare 20 minutes a week, it yeah. just involves listening. 
listening for tawny owls, particularly if you live somewhere suburban on the edge of the wildlife, because they're okay. concerned about numbers. Yeah. So we've got a tawny owl expert. What does it sound like, a tawny owl? It is the proper twit to her. We're going to play a bit of and it And is it right on. that a ma- the male does the twit and the female does the twit? Well, she more chirrups, I think, the one will tell right, us. But also, okay. they, but they do mate for life. You know, they're like Catholics. They're together for life. Wow. Which is quite endearing, isn't it, about your tawny owl? Well, they also, miserable. we're hoping to track down somebody in Uganda for the first time. Uh, we went to the Democratic Republic they of Congo last night. They've found Ugandans before, Paul. I know, but this is what they haven't found or photographed before is on a motion sensor camera is the largest one of its kind yeah. with I think the greatest name of any animal I've ever heard yeah. this, whoever named this should have got a Nobel Prize for naming it's the lowland bongo oh would you like to know what the lowland bongo is? Yes. It's the largest forest antelope. They fi- they're very shy, timid creatures. They finally caught one on a motion sensor camera. Yeah. So I'm hoping to speak to the man who captured the lowland bongo on film. Fingers crossed if they caught it on film, they'll be able to shoot one soon and display it. No? Okay, I'm just saying. He's gone too far. He's gone him. too far. I'm not going to look at him. <laughs> right. Forget, I'm not, I'm not on the show. If, when Kath <laughs> takes over this show, I'll be KP nuts for her. Knowledge <laughs> Ross will be on at one. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, as always, Sam. Excellent stuff. Uh, we'll be back tonight at 10. Don't forget, if you missed Jeff Goldblum or yesterday's show, you can go and get the podcast. Uh, and don't forget to listen on DAB. Download the app or talkradio.co.uk.